Welcome to the Chompcast, the official video game podcast of Sword Chomp. Our mission is simple. To talk about the video games we're playing, to discuss all issues surrounding gaming, and to cultivate a community of like-minded people who want to discuss gaming with each other. It's been a busy past few weeks as the not-E3 showcases have been rolling out. Lots of surprises have been dropped and some further insight has been provided. We are here to provide you details and reflect on what we thought about each reveal. We are going to keep the game talk sparse this week, but we will be discussing the first helping of PS1 games with the new PS Plus offerings. Instead of filling out the back end of the show with social media polls, I will actually be interlacing them into the main show as they have to do with the showcases. So let's get those pesky intros knocked out so we can get into the meat of the conversation. Hailing in from New York, it's the one and only editor himself, Mr. R- Mr. Rich Fist Bitch Meister. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm here. Good. Um, I'm ready to talk to you about street fighting. Uh, are you doing Shatner? Is that what you're doing? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't That's think okay. I had the right. Like I, I think I was just exhausted. I don't know that I had a Shatner cadence. That's all good. It's all good. I, I forgot that I wrote that intro for you. So as I saw Fist a Bitch as I was reading, I... Uh, Temporarily fist, lost fist-o. focus. Fist-o. Is it true that you have, in fact, fisted many bitches? I don't know. Many is subjective. How many would you say you fisted? Not a fistful. Not a bushel? No. A bramble, maybe. Mm. A bramble of... A bramble of bitches. Bramble... What? How is that not something? It's, it's, it could be something. There's a yeah. joke there. I'm sure there is. Are you excited to talk about the uh, showcases today, though? Yeah, man. Um, not E3 had some cool stuff. Um, and that's been like a lot of the week. And then I, uh, I think I'm the only one who got the new PS Plus, and I've actually been having some fun with it. So I'm excited to kind of explain that rollout to all y'all. That'll be exciting, man. What uh what showcase are you most excited to talk about? Um it's weird because uh actually I as far as like in for a penny, in for a pound, the thing that had the most stuff I was into was probably Capcom. Um, but then I think there's like a general excite exciting cadence around the Microsoft <coughs> Bethesda stuff because there's a t- I, I think everything in that showcase is on Game Pass. Um and also, obviously, we'll get to Starfield at some point in there, a game that I honestly didn't give a shit about until the last 30 seconds of them showing it off this time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to talk about some of that stuff. Um, for sure. But I'm glad you're here, buddy. Uh, we're going to move on to the next guest because we have no time to waste. Also, from North Carolina, at editor, 6'3", Joshua... Fowler. Josh, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Kind of 
had family in town last week, and I'm I'm still kind of coming down off of that. Kind of, I'm still exhausted. It, it's going to take a while to get yeah back to normal. Um, can we edit no in? Such thing. There's no can, such thing as normal, Josh. After you announced him, um, can we edit in Macho Man there? Like it's his entrance theme. No, because Good. that was the Michael Jordan entrance or the Chicago Bulls entrance, more specifically. Okay. No macho music. Man. Oh yeah, we could get the music in there. Yeah, I'm sure we won't be copy DCMA stricken. DCMA stricken. Yeah, I mean, you really have. Uh, in my DMCA, my whatever. history, no one cares about video game music. I don't know about Macho Man. Hmm. You know, people care about that Vince McMahon news, though. They do. They do. Oh my God, he might have. He might. Oh, Vince McMahon might have done something unethical. That's insane. Yeah, I I don't know about you guys, but I read a Twitter thread yesterday detailing all the multitude of things I had no idea about. That is where I get most of my wrestling news. Twitter. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's just a fact. I mean, th- there's there's some good sources of news there. For wrestling and video games specifically, those are the circles I get news on Twitter for. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's the circle where Josh gets his news. Specifically about uh, crow migration. I just watched the crows in my front yard. Did you guys know that crows mate for life? I just learned that the other day. Yeah, that's why you always see them in pairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I had no idea. I like. It's really chromantic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, Josh you. is shaking his head in approval. I, that's yes, not coming yes. through. Mm. Yes. <laughs> well, Josh, hopefully, hopefully, this podcast will rejuvenate you, and you will feel revitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna hold my breath on that, but I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get you excited for a few things. What What is the conference you're most excited to talk about or showcase? Um. I I've got a ton of stuff from the PC game show. A lot of a lot of which the PC game show is is an interesting one every year because it's kind of been its own thing for a while now and uh mm. it kind of it really runs the gambit from like <sighs> Here, here's news about how we made modding more easy for a 10 year old game to mm. like, you know, here's whatever triple a thing is coming out in the next little bit. Like it's, it's all over the place as far as what sort of news you get from it, which makes it kind of right. fun and always you get unexpected stuff from that show. As long as you, you know, don't mind sitting through Four an awful lot hours. of, an awful lot of, uh, you know, Civ likes. Hmm. That yeah. We're gonna have to talk about that specific last point a little bit later because that's something I noticed as I was taking my notes. But um Josh, glad you're here. Let's get into welcoming our special guest and part-time contributor here at Swordchomp, Mr. Ray. Ray. Sorry, I don't have a super funny intro for you, but I figured I'd keep it low-key because you're a low-key kind of guy. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad that you guys asked me to be here. Um, I'm glad you're available. 
I have no life, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> I I feel that on the deepest level. You know, like it's not hard. I, 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 like <laughs> Ray, friends are up there. Like, what have you been up to? I'm like nothing. You yeah, know? it's. Are you sitting at home? Probably. <laughs> are you watching reruns of The <laughs> Office? Most likely. Well, Brooklyn Nine Nine today. It is Friday hey. night. <laughs> Does that that show have like a special place in your heart? Since you also live in New York. Not special for that reason. I think I th- think probably the best part about that show was how they were able to handle how changes in thoughts about policing towards the end, like they pulled off an impossible pivot pretty much as well as they could. Yeah, yeah making a police com a, a police procedural comedy in 2022. Good luck, but somehow they did it. Yeah, and you know, the fact that they took the time to like really care about that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that that's I don't think that show will be gone forever because I think we'll see some iteration of it cuz I know Terry Crews has already said, "I want to see the guys again. Like I already miss working with them. They're my best friends." So, I imagine we'll see another iteration of that show at some point. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, we have that 90s show coming with 99% of the original cast, just minus, you know, Danny Masterson. Why? What did he do? Um, <laughs> you could Google it. Google it, I actually kids. didn't know that that was, like, a legitimate official thing, because, like, those kind of rumors have been popping up for, like, April Fool's Day and off and on, but I didn't know that was a legitimate thing. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, no, it's uh, Donna and Eric's daughter named Leia. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it really does have a lot of the original cast. You got pretty much everybody but Danny Masterson. For reasons you can Google. The best part is you can easily just write that off as being like, Hyde is in jail. Oh, he's officially in jail now. No, you could say the character is, and you could even say it's for rape. And it would be honest. Oh, okay. It's an easy enough uh, written out of the show sort of It was uh, the 90s. You could go to jail for having pot. Mm Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if you were white. You know, here's here's what I'm going to say about that. Like, I feel really fucking bad for the victims. Like, it's fucking terrible. I also feel bad that, like, he turned out to be a piece of shit because he was really enjoyable um, in that 70s show. Yeah, it sucks. But And people like that other show that he was in with Kutcher. What was it? The Ranch? The Ranch. Yeah, yeah the Netflix, Netflix People like that. <laughs> Other people. Yeah, no, that's my thought on that exactly. People enjoyed that show. No, I never watched it, so I don't even know. I I would say, like, I enjoyed it for the nostalgia. It was not objectively the greatest show, but it was fun for the nostalgia. Oh, I'm sure it's just weird to watch now in the same way that if I tried watching, like, House of Cards right now, I might feel like, Impossible. Impossible Because of your feelings about air conditioners. Exactly. Yeah, but... Ray, I'm glad you're here, buddy. What's the uh, showcase you're most interested in talking about or the most one the one you're most excited for i gotta say square enix got my wee blood pumping mm. it got my psp loving self really happy yeah man i'm excited to talk about that one that one's gonna be exciting yeah i mean i remember the message i sent into the group chat and rich was like no and then he's like oh it's like, why are you lying to me? I'm still at work. It's too early for this. Stop lying to me. You do this every year. <laughs> I do not. Although now Final I'm going to come up with some ridiculous far-fetched one, out. and who knows, maybe 10 years down the line it'll be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? But, 
Ray, I'm glad you're here. They're remaking um, Chrono Trigger for the Sega Nomad. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Shay. I'm glad to be here. I'm going to be doing a lot of the rundowns of a lot of the different showcases. Um, as I was sitting down to do my notes, I had settled on like having the guys each do one, and then I was going to do two. And I was reading all the showcases that happened last night, and I was like, wow, there were a lot more than four. And so as I started taking notes, two pages ended up becoming five. So uh, here's how this is going to work. I'm going to run through a lot of the smaller ones extremely quickly. If one of you guys wants to briefly talk about something, flag me down and um, stop me. And we can talk about it very briefly. Otherwise, I'm going to run through a lot of these really quickly and try and get the most details or the quickest details out for some of these. So um the 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 earlier ones or the smaller cool. ones are going to be at the front end and then some of the bigger ones are going to be at the back end um that that cool was the editing point while we wait for your uh your your audio to fix itself because we can't understand anything you're saying currently so really yeah you yeah. are your connection is terrible right now yeah that was so i think you might have just caught up i think you might have just caught up yeah, it was like a massive lag spike and it, it, you seem like you're synced again now, maybe? Okay. Yeah, I, th I think you might be okay, but it was pretty bad for a good 30 seconds there. That's weird, because... Yeah. You looked like you were part of a real video. End. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's... Anyway. Hold on. Let me... I figured we'd let you keep going, because it was going to be an easy enough thing to edit, but once okay. you got into stuff we needed to respond to, we wanted to... Basically what I'm saying understand. is... Basically what I'm saying is I'm going to run through a bunch of stuff really quickly. And if you guys mm -hmm. want to stop me to detail or talk about anything really quickly, please feel free to. That's Cookie all dokes. I'm saying, essentially. Um, okay. So how it's going to work is at the front end is going to be a lot of the smaller showcases, and I'm going to work with Josh on getting the, the timestamps and the notes. That way, if you're like, I don't really care about this showcase, you can fast forward. And... Um, the the bigger ones will be at the back end of the show because obviously they're the ones that I'm trying to do it chronologically as well as level of interest I would assume so trying to get those easy ones out of the way in the front end so yeah uh, without further <laughs> perfect without further ado like I said if you guys want to butt in at any time please let me know um, here we go Ass. yes. So Limited Run Games Showcase. Uh, Limited Run is obviously bringing uh, physical versions to games that either didn't have a physical version or were very difficult to get, so on and so forth. Uh, River City Girls 2 is coming to the Switch, PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Exciting stuff there. Undermine coming to Switch and PS4. It's a Zelda-inspired game. Blade Runner Enhanced Edition <laughs> for the PS4 and the Switch, which looks like shit. Uh, <laughs> Power Slave, <laughs> Power Slave Exhumed. Is that a new Blade Runner, or is that just it's the old? The, it's the the old, old oh, that, if it's that old PC one, that game is fucking great. It that was actually in, an interesting adventure game because it was, it was very systems based at the time, and yeah. there was a different, um, Like the story would change. Like which one was not actually a human would be different each time you started. I, the I game. don't know how it would hold up in modern day, but it was very good. Is this like a Baldur's concept. Gate enhanced? 
kind kind of i guess in the vein of that okay no i mean but old it, pc games can be kind of spruced up to look nice i mean look that, at that original Baldur's version Gate, diablo 2 so yeah that original version is on gog and it, honest to god like despite what it may look like by today's standards it is a very good adventure game it definitely has a visual improvement um from what i saw it just didn't look at all fun to me but. i i could understand outside looking in thinking that shay like i don't think you're insane for like at a glance feeling that way but i assure you like it it was something special okay i'll, I'll heavily consider never playing it then uh power i'm slave, not trying to encourage I mean, you to i mean <laughs> us us telling you that the conceit is that you know you'd have a different mystery each time you played it is is kind of what you need to know you, you but i do the same cool. I also just try and fall asleep watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I imagine a different ending every time, and that's how I there choose my go. own adventures. You could just watch the different versions of Clue. Yeah, but I, I think on Amazon, actually, I think that version has every yeah. ending. Yeah, you get. Yeah, hmm. you can watch every ending. Okay. Okay. All right, well, next, let's move on. Power Slave Exhumed is getting ported to the Switch and PS4 and Xbox. It is a Doom clone. Um, yeah. Interesting there. Spider Swords for Switch, PS4, PS5, and Xbox. It's a Contra clone with some major 90s vibes. Um, That game looks awesome. I had never seen that before. Definitely want to hop on that one. Lunark for Switch, PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Has some influences of Prince of Persia, Katana Zero, and other style games. Is that... uh... Is that when we backed Rich? Is that this, this uh, them saying they're in charge of the physical we release? We might have talked about it. I don't think I ended up backing that one. Yeah, it very much looks like a Josh game. Let me, uh, let me check. Josh has to find out what he's given money to. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to do that. Um, Josh, just butt in when you find out. Shadowrun Trilogy is coming for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, That's cool. Skel- Skeletac Attack for Switch and PS4, which is an action platformer, has really cool gothic vibes. I want to hop on that one as well. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one, but that one looks really cool. Can't say I have. Looks dope. Uh, Doom 64 is now being ported onto the Xbox. Yes, this- the worst Doom. <laughs> what is this weird obsession with porting Doom 64 lately? Like... I no know. other company is doing this. Like, n- like you don't have Activision going, yo, Tony Hawk 64, let's get this on things, you know, we need to make sure I mean, we have the worst version of this game out. I- I'll try and make the argument that at least, like, Doom 64 has, like, unique levels, so it's not like it's just the worst version of Doom, period. I mean, it is, but it's also different. Guys, Hexen 64, it's coming to modern Fuck consoles. Yeah. <laughs> and I-, I have back to Lunark, and that's sort of okay. it. it. That's, it's... Not released yet, but it's sort of that. It's sort of uh, an old, uh, the the original Prince of Persia, uh, Prince of Persia like sort of that. That's uh, that's yeah, that's uh, what I I should have yeah mentioned. yeah yeah with that you know like the rotoscoped animations and important whatnot. distinction yes. important yes. distinction for sure. Yes, <laughs> they they kind of really really changed the uh, the direction of that uh, series. Mm. Yeah, they were like, how can we keep making it incrementally worse? Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I got th- it. Ed, Ed Lamb of God. <laughs> yep, yep, that'll do it. I, I found this one a little weird. Uh, Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent retro collection is coming onto the Switch, PS4, and PS5. 
Okay. I kind of want to get it. I kind of want to get N- it. The NES games? The one with the really weird writing? Yes. Yeah, I love Those games are hilariously yes. weird. Okay. That was my Cool. That was Our my country. thought, right? <laughs> yep. I immediately think of that screenshot from that game where it's like, whoa, our treatment of Native Americans is totally not rad. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Um, this one I found really interesting. Rendering Ranger R2 is coming onto the PS4, PS5 Switch, and the SNES in the US for the first time ever. Because it was actually a Super Famicom exclusive game only available in Japan. So they're finally making that game available for the U.S. market. I love when Limited Run puts out um, carts. I actually have, oh, um, yeah. from a couple of years back when they did it, um, Kevin Smith uh, produced with Limited Run that new Jay and Silent Bob brawler that like got PC versions and stuff, and I actually got it on an NES cart. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love when they do shit like that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And there's going to be a little bit more of that. Um, down further in this list so should get you excited shantae is coming to the ps4 and ps5 which um, one i think it's the original shantae 39 okay yeah. there are so many of those games at this point that they're all pretty good though they're yeah, all they pretty are. good yeah, that's a that is a very solid series so mm. this one i was like what the fuck a boy and his blob retro yeah. collection is coming for great the PS4 game and- PS4, PS5, Switch, and Xbox. Excellent. Wait, is the NES one part of that? Because I cannot yeah. wait to feed yes. jelly beans to a blob. Yeah, I think it has the NES, and there's a Game Boy one. If I'm, there's a Game Boy one, and I think a newer one came out on like the Wii or something. There was a Wii port. No, it was a new one. It was I a think. new boy in his blob. Oh, I, I didn't it's know the if first that was... two. Okay, it's the first two. Oh, it's just the first two. But still, that NES game is pretty. Is actually pretty freaking good. Great, so yeah. that's cool. Cool. Uh, Konami Arcade Classics Anniversary Collection is coming to the PS4 and Switch. Yay. Um, Star Wars KOTOR 2 is coming out for the Switch and PC. Um, and getting as, DLC. Mm. I like the Sto- idea that KOTOR 2 is coming out for the PC. That's just a weird sentence to say because it's been around forever. Right, exactly. And it's going to be a finished product finally. How exciting. Yeah, I wonder Ooh. if it'll actually run on uh, current hardware. That'd be nice. Can the Switch uh, handle it? I Well, only time will tell. It's true. Garden Story is coming out for the Switch. Um, guess charming little game for those who like it. TMNT Shredder's Revenge is coming out as a hard copy for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox. And there are limited edition items that come with that if you, pre- or if you order it now. Obviously. Wait, I've never heard of this game. Tell me about this. What have is you, this? Have you really... This is- of course I've heard of it, you fucking idiot. I th- I, I, look, why are you doing this? We saw it at PAX <laughs> together. Pit. Like, there was a huge booth for it. Oh, yeah, you're, it's, uh, it's really good. More on that next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blossom Tales 2 is coming out for the Switch. I love that first game. I don't know if any of you guys played it. I have not. Based I, off of I reviewed the it. 80s, uh, no, it is not based on the 90s series. series. I was thinking of the same thing. I was like, Maya um, Bialik's back in media. She's the host of Jeopardy. I reviewed, I think I reviewed the first one for Destructoid. It is a uh, classic, like, top-down Zelda-like. It's a pretty good one. Okay. Mm. It's a Link to the Past-like, basically, and it's a pretty decent one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there a played- Joey Russo button? <laughs> yes. Enclave HD is coming out for the Switch, PS4, and PS5. It is a Zelda clone, like a old-style top-down Zelda clone. 
looks pretty decent. American Hero. Now, guys, if you didn't see this, it's coming out for the Switch, PS4, PS5, and PC. This is an absolute must-watch trailer. If you guys isn't have never that that FMV it, game? Yes, it is the one that was never released. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I have wanted to play this clear clear disaster. It uh, it looks like a student film in the yes. best possible way. Yes. Um. Rich, I would highly consider doing a uh, chopping at the bits on this one. That could be a lot of fun. What do you say, Ray? <laughs> I feel like to do that properly, like we would actually have to do like real historical research. <laughs> I I've uh, listen. The, we've been doing service level stuff so far because the games we've been doing are so high profile. It's time to get deep. Yeah, let's get deep. Next month, yeah, if we'll you be guys doing can Sonic get the Hedgehog. like a guest interview from one of the actors or actresses on that show, that's probably not the hardest thing. And also with this re-release, they're probably game for something like that, dude. I'm just saying, make it happen. I'll get to it. I'm, let's really make. I think we we can probably make something happen. Yeah. I think we could too. I mean, I'm not a huge FMV like aficionado. I mean, I've played my fair share of them like as a child, but. It's 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 nice to see that they're seeing some sort of rebirth. Yeah, I would. See, I would yeah, I think yeah, uh, I, I think the afterbirth. I think the biggest switch on that was that a lot of the earlier ones were like not bad on purpose. Well, they were more like we're we're gonna put a celebrity in this, and that's gonna be our entire budget. Yeah, that, that's going to be our entire and like there's, sales there's exactly pitch. zero game development going into some of these some of those older like 90s FMV. But guys, let's games. think about what the FMV market needs and I think we as Swordchomp could bring it to the table with this pitch. What if Tommy Wiseau made an FMV game? That's our whole God. that's our whole business proposal. And then what if James Franco made an FMV game about um, making the Tommy Wiseau FMV game? I don't know game. if that's the best idea. That was also a book. Maybe just read the book. It's a very good book. Fair, fair point, fair point. Um, you got to watch. If, for those of you listening, haven't seen this trailer, it's a must watch. It was definitely one of the top three highlight moments of all the showcases I watched. I'm, 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 I'm calling it. We, we, we've said how great it is like five times and you only said the title once at the beginning. This is an American hero. Show. There American you go. American hero. Yeah, just, just for hero. anyone, because, you know, American hero. trying to scu- scrub through a four-hour podcast here. Yeah, fair point. American fair hero. Point. Appreciate it. Okay, American hero. Uh, prize fighter, American hero. Just kidding. American hero. Uh, prize fighters <laughs> coming out for the PS4 and PS5. Um, bats. Bloodsucker Anti-Terror Squad is coming out for the Switch, PS4, and PS5. That is a must-play for That's me. That's an amazing Just fucking name. name. That's the an name amazing name. The name itself makes me want to play it. Dude, you said like, nothing go, about go it. Go watch a trailer for it. It's amazing. Yeah. That, that That's name. a very grindhouse title. Yeah, yeah well, right? 100%. The, the thing is, you are, it's like you are either facing off against vampires, or you are facing off against terrorists. That's... Yes. Is being a vampire or being a terrorist mutually exclusive? Because I don't think it should be. Like, well, well, I mean, you if you're a vampire, vampire terrorist, terrorist no. you can only be out at night, so that really sort of cuts Kinda your time limiting. of being a terrorist down in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, like, you could really get some night terror in. 
some die terrorists yet. Look, look for the V Rising expansion pack where you could also become a terrorist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, V Rising Counter Terrorist Agency expansion. V Rising CTU Jack Bauer edition. What if Jack Bauer were a vampire? More at eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Night Trap is coming out for the PS5. This is also an FMV game. Yep. That's that's uh, an old classic. Night yeah. Trap might be the FMV game. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talked about Night Trap on Shopping at the Bits recently. We did the Mortal Kombat episode. Yep. Yeah, if you want if you want to talk about a game that gets talked about on the Senate floor by people who know nothing about video games, mm-hmm. look up Night Trap. If you want to see Joe Lieberman, who is an old man in the 90s, talking about Night Trap... <laughs> The beauty of Night Trap is that no one would be nostalgic for it if we didn't, if they didn't make such a big deal about it at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, D the game for PC and 3DO. A new 3DO release? Yeah. Let me go call my rich friend from 20 well, years ago whose run. family could this afford is a 3DO. This still the limited run thing. So, yeah, they, yeah. If anything, this is the most limited run. Yeah. yeah. The up- it's like, where, where's the fucking Atari Jaguar well, segment? Limited run, but then again, <laughs> if they made, we made four five copies, of them. That, yeah. that's two copies for each of the 3DOs that are still in existence. Yeah. We made five of them, and we're gonna keep one. Yeah. Listen, the 3DO reached tens of people, <laughs> and they will be happy to have this. Are you guys still in contact with the upper middle class kid you used to hang out with when you were nine? Mm-hmm. Go see if he still has his 3DO. <laughs> yeah. Rich, I knew you of all people would appreciate that no that uh that no what am I trying to say? That news. I was trying to say yeah, noise that's, and news and you know, that's fucking amazing. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is the other one. Glover is now coming to the N sixty four through limited run. Oh fuck well, yes. It's already on Steam, so uh yeah. we Listen, might as well get it. The only release. thing I want from Glover is a compilation of all the in show advertisements WWE did for Glover on Monday Night Raw. That'd be amazing. Of what? just having Jerry the King Lawler and JR say, gotta love the glove. I, I, I well, yeah, I gotta now pitch you guys uh, the game I've always wanted to make, uh, which is a Glover sequel entitled No Love, No Glove, and it is a Glover dating simulator. Well, you know what, Rich? Huh. You're not far off as there are gonna be some interesting dating sim games we talk about later oh we're finally going to talk about the evangelion dating sim nope but we'll get we'll get there to a different one that i, I have that game it's a psp raise an expert on that i have that game it's a psp game well there we go uh tetris effect connected is coming out for the switch ps4 and xbox uh hard fantastic copy, game uh Frogun is coming to the switch ps4 and ps5 you play with obviously it's in the name. You play as a boy who has a frog as a gun. Perfect. Yep. Death yep. Wish Enforcers is coming out for the Switch, PS4, and PS5. And the last one, um, finally, a video game based on the movie series Death Wish. That's <laughs> what, what we've all been itching for. Yeah. Right. And the last one that was announced in this uh, conference or showcase is Doom Eternal is coming out for the Switch in a steelbook copy a special edition, and an ultimate edition. Is this a cloud version? I, I didn't see anything on that, to be honest with you. Because if it's I not, mean, you I can tune down the settings on that to make it run on the Switch, I think. Just yeah, give I'm them just... the arena shapes. 
Like just curious it, what that's going to look like. Yeah, it, you'd have to tune it, it down has, a lot, I think. But it has always been like a good company because you know, <laughs> don't forget they're a PC focused company. They're good at they, optimization. Yeah, they know how to scale. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Right. Well, that's it for the limited run showcase. Um, got a bunch of old '90s stuff there. Yeah, coming back out. That's yeah. That's kind of cool. I that, that's I, I like that from a uh, you know preservation standpoint that it's going to be a whole lot easier to play a lot of these classics like American hero. It's almost like a certain generation now has disposable income and is very lucrative to certain, you know, developers and publishers. Yeah. Yeah, It's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I originally wasn't like too keen on doing anything with that showcase, but the more I read about it, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I want to go through some of this stuff. Limited Run is a cool-ass company. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, the next one is a pretty short showcase. It's the Summer Game Fest, but it had some big hitters in here. Uh, Aliens Dark Descent is a new Aliens entry. It is a squad-based action game. Um, okay. That one was debuted. And obviously, Aliens has a haphazard track record, has some really good games, has some really stinkers. Oh. I'm always hesitant with alien games. Like the only time I'm going to like be 100% positive I would buy an alien game is if they're like Alien Isolation 2. Mm. But that's the yeah. difference, right? There's a difference between alien and aliens. So if you have a squad yes. shooting that's aliens, that's usually I find where the track record is much spottier. Yeah, like the survival horror aspect of it. Like the only alien game that I think is absolutely fucking phenomenal is Alien Isolation. That game is awesome. And you know what? Like, I'm not going to say like, obviously, making games no matter what is not easy. But I feel like making such a focus game like an Alien Isolation, like there's a lot there's a lot less uh, plates to spin there. (laughs) And, you know, you have to somehow like mix the fun with the fact that the xenomorphs themselves are supposed to be legitimately dangerous. So are you going to get something good or are you going to get something like colonial Marines where the aliens all feel like they had traumatic brain injuries? Yeah. Yeah. Even though that game did get fixed by a fan years later. Mm. Oh yeah. The ultimate redemption story. The the one one fan of that game was like, I'm going to fix this. The guy who found the one wrong line of code that fucked up the AI for that game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's some gameplay revealed for the Callisto project, which looks pretty Callisto fascinating. Protocol. Hmm? Callisto Protocol. Sorry. Yeah, I wrote that wrong. Thank you very much. That game looks good. It looks like definitely... That, lo- that looked like Dead Space. It lo- Dead Space I was going to say, it, it looked like definitely made by someone who made Dead Space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the one thing I do want to say about that is the zombies didn't feel as terrifying as the uh, necromorphs from the original, obviously. Those are some um, top tier design, monster designs. Yeah. Yes, in you that guys, though, so that's severely that's, underrated. If, do if you guys realize honest. how crazy it actually is that that game is out in November and then the Dead Space remake is out in January? It's just going to be horror for months. So within Not- three months of each other, we're going to have uh, a new, a Dead Space successor and then a remake of Dead Space in case that game lets us down. Hey, a lot of Key Three felt like a lot of that space horror stuff. Space horror is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about some more of that stuff because there's a lot more of it later in the news as well. Um, there's some more gameplay for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 in a very weird 
build up to it. Um, that was so long. Watched... Yeah. So long. It was bizarre. You've played the original. Now everybody returns. Price. Other guys. Yeah, that's what it is. And those and other guys. But it took place on an actual dock, and yeah, it was. It was. I'm not the I'm not the target audience, obviously anymore. So it was Captain Price, Shooty McGunman, some other guys, Grenade McLobinstein. Yeah, I'd like, play as Grenade McLobinstein. Wait, did you guys find my baby name journal? Because how else would you have come up with Grenade, grenade McLobinstein? Actually, uh, <laughs> actually, Grenade McLobinstein is the name of the doctor. You're mm-hmm. playing as McLobinstein's monster. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. No, um I will say it debuted or not debuted. It showed gameplay of the level where you're on the ship in Modern Warfare 2, which was a very fun level back in the day. It does look great. I say which I can't remember because it was 30 years ago. Yeah, it does look great. Uh it looks fun to be honest with you. It hit a lot of nostalgic points for me when I was watching that trailer, but it's not something that I was like, man, I want to play that again. It was like that was a fun time. Cool. I'm going to move on. I don't now. know how badly I want to spend $70 to play Modern Warfare 2 again. If they have Spec Ops in there and uh it's like an updated version, a better version of Spec Ops cuz that was that was to me one of the highest points of the Call of Duty series in general. I really love doing those Spec Ops missions. But um I know I'm kind of in the minority there, so I'm sure there's an audience for that. It, for me, it definitely was. But um, I liked when you could get the emblem that uh, was Captain Price, but it looked like Mario. That was pretty cool too. I'll That's the that. highlight for me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you remembered something from the game. A flashback: a platformer from 1992 is getting a sequel. I thought that was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Fort Solace is a new, brand new game. Uh, with voices from Troy Baker and Roger Clark. It looks like a fairly interesting game. There wasn't too much revealed on it. There are some, obviously. But uh, the highlights are the voice actors they got in the game. Interesting looking. Uh, Routine is a new robot horror game with Mick Gordon doing the soundtrack. It's returning after a 10-year delay. So I guess maybe I shouldn't say new. But uh, revitalized would probably be the better word. Sure. Ten year delay. Yes. So that's just, just a new game. Some like they kept the yeah, title. They, like you can't there, yeah, there's no But yeah, isn't that what happened to Final Fantasy still usable 15? ten years later at this point, right. I think. Yeah. They, yeah. you'd have to start from scratch, other than like maybe, you know, some plot and design. Right. Work, the concept but, is still there, but yeah, yeah everything. Yeah, you can use some early like, design This looks docs. good for a 10-year delayed game, but nah, it's, it all looks brand new. Assets look brand new. Assets. Mm-hmm. But I'm really on board with Mick Gordon doing more gaming soundtrack. That's oh, yeah. the, obviously yeah, he, the big thing that, there. That dude fucking does some great work. Yeah, but it, it does look terrifying. Um, I'm excited to play it. I really like that trailer. Stormgate is a new RTS from former Blizzard devs. Um, oh, yeah. They're bringing it back to the old school RTS style, which I didn't know there was a new school RTS style. Just reading what I read. Um, mm, I figured that's probably something ish in Josh's wheelhouse. Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of briefly explain that. Does new school, uh, I'm sorry, does old school just mean we're not using hexes? 
No, I think I, the new school stuff that I've seen, there have been some RTSs, but they've kind of been taking a lot of features from the 4X genre type yes. stuff. Like the new Dune game is a really, is a 4X really game, really. slowed things down. Mm, yeah. Um, and so my guess is this is supposed to be fun to watch as an esport again. Construct more kind of the idea. Like, um, looks like it from what they've shown. Um, I don't, I don't know how much they showed on that. They went in depth on the PC game show on that one. Um, mm. kind of with what they're planning. Um, with it being, um, let me find my notes on this one now, since I've got so many pages of notes. <laughs> All right, there we are. Um, the uh, plan is for it to be free to play, and they're supposed to be adding in tournament features for you to be able to play within the game, sort of a la a lot of the stuff that's been going on in the MOBA and RTS space that kind of... Mm. Some some of the, they've they've added a decent amount of that into like StarCraft two, but that's kind of been missing in a lot of the current RTSs. Um, but supposed to be free to play with a uh, campaign that you can play as co op as well. Mm. Uh, looks promising. They said it's supposed to be like a sci fi slash fantasy setting. So right, you know, it's in space, but there are swords. Yes, yes. So, I'm curious to see what it is, because that, um, I can't remember if you said this earlier, if it was when we talked about it forever ago, uh, Frost Giant are a bunch of ex-Blizzard devs who worked on Warcraft and Starcraft. Um, they have the pedigree, yeah. Yeah, so they, they're the people who originally made this genre kind of what it is, and are now evolving it, basically, yeah, yeah which is cool. Mm. yeah it looks cool it looks interesting um i don't know if it's per se something i'm really interested in but it's cool to see not really if, your, even your if you're jam, not super but... interested in it it's you know free to play so exactly um, exactly dip the Can't toe it, Give it yeah a shot. that's that's my thought which i think that makes the most sense i mean that's kind of the model that mobas have taken and in order to get the audience in there to really build an esport that seems like the way to go like we'll probably get to it later but it looks like that's the direction overwatch 2 is going with it being mm. free to play like we we need to get the audience in there if we're going to try to make it an esport i think the the microsoft and the ability to sort of eat some of the co development costs because of microsoft's help is, is also a big part of that but it is definitely the right decision yeah mm. i think i'll probably maybe dip the weak side of my penis in when i try that game mm -hmm. i think you should i think that'd be pretty hot yeah, maybe we can play some of that co-op yeah. campaign or whatever whenever that drops. It's supposed it's to be called. next year. So. Hmm. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. We'll we'll beta we'll next year, they said. You're a hmm. beta. Probably. Got him. <laughs> burnt. Yeah, burnt. Um, <laughs> High Water is an adventure strat game set in a world ravaged by climate change. And high so our world. So our world. Yes, it looks okay. interesting to say the least. I'm about it. Did you guys see that? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. It look. It did. I I agree. It looks. It's something to keep an eye on. Mm. Looks good. Looks like good stuff. 
You're and the, one the last good. one um, from this one was Marvel's Midnight Suns. Yeah. Got a release date of October 7th. And was it, it is with a, a B tactical or a v. RPG. That is the Fire Axis game. I'm so fucking excited for that. Yeah, and Rich, I know you would be. I'm excited for the game because the game itself looks good. I do not like the look of a lot of the characters. I do not like how big the Midnight Suns roster is. I'm like, Spider-Man's not in the Midnight Suns. And also his costume looks stupid. I would bet you there's going to be a lot of costume options, and that's kind of the hope I am gleaning out. Uh, yeah, but it's clear that they went for like a unified, like, you know. The, the team uniform is. Yeah, yeah like, oh, but, we're all Future uh, Foundation, so we all look like this. Uh, Future Foundation costumes are better than this, though. Uh, yes. But uh, there's, also, this, yeah. this game is very gear heavy, and I think gear is going to change the appearance of the characters. Uh, but yeah, for anyone unfamiliar, it's Fire Axis, who are the XCOM people. Yeah, is this so. a strategy game? Yeah, it's a it's a strategy game. Uh, oh, so I'll play Mar- it. Marvel superheroes. But if we enter like one of like, can we make like nameless grunts? But if we name them like Will Wright, they're super powerful. I don't think so. I think it is like just the known team characters, and there is not perma death because they are known Marvel superheroes. But it is it's XCOM with Wolverine and Spider Man, and you can't tell me that doesn't sound cool. Oh yeah, no, I'll you know said I'm gonna play the shit out of it. I just and think also, some of the it has um looks right. It, it has Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider as their Ghost Rider of choice, and that is one of my favorite versions of that character. He has a car. He does have a car. It's a ghost. He rides it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew you two would be excited for that, so... Um, yeah. Well, there you go. That's the... Uh, the uh, Whatever the fuck that showcase was. Summer Game Fest. That was Summer Game Fest. Key 3. <laughs> yes, Key 3. Yes. Uh, let's do one more conference and then we'll take our first break today. Um, yes, actually, Daddy. No, we, we, we can do two more because uh, the next two are kind of shorter, to be honest with you. So we should be able to get oh, through cool. these two pretty quickly. What's next? Uh, What's next? The, the next one is Day of the Devs uh, Summer Game Fest Edition. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, indie games in this one. So Desta, The Memories Between is a turn-based action game about fixing past relationships which um, seemed kind of interesting. Sounds very high concept. Yes. <laughs> Time flies. Sounds like someone really thing. hung up on high school. Yes. Yeah, hey, it sounds like Time flies is a puzzle game where you play as a fly. It's in a similar vein to Untitled Goose Game. That, I, I'm, that already sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. It, it kind of sounds like that, uh, how was it, that, Mosquito game for the PS2. Mr. Mosquito? Was that it? I couldn't remember the... That, that is a Mosquito game for the PS2. That's probably oh, yeah. it. That's probably the one I was thinking of. If there could be more than one. I don't want to... Yeah, yeah PS2, anyway. PS2 is a wild time. Yes. You yeah. don't want to be a buzzkill? Yeah, there's a whole genre... Oh, my God. Ah! There's a whole genre of PS2 games you can file under Mosquito games, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Is it because they're annoying? Yes, um, I ju- I was honestly just thinking games that feature mosquitoes. You know what I hate when like a mosquito's on you and you slap it, and then there's that blood smear. And mentally, I'm like, I'm not worried. It's not my blood. Uh-huh. I, I, it's I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, clearly I have hepatitis and ten other diseases when that well, happens. Well, that's my secret, Cap. I already had hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game is can't get uh, hepatitis uh, twice unless you get C instead of you A. You can't. Try a husband and wife for the same crime. 
That's not true. That's double jeopardy. Double jeopardy. <laughs> not true. Do, do, okay, I just gotta say, I know I'm just a guest on the show, but I cannot s- stress this enough. Do not take legal advice from these people. <laughs> we have the worst fucking lawyers. They're not even lawyers. Pretty like, much. this is worse than suits. None of them have a photographic memory. Do not listen to any of these people. I'm so drunk Thank right you. now. <laughs> I just did a line off my own boner. Uh, Baron Breakfast is a... Um, very flexible. Impressive. Yes, thank you. I, I kind of like, I bend my boner and I flick it up and then I try and snort it all in the air before it all falls down. You know, <laughs> a very low success rate. That's a fun Don't game. get caught with that in Japan. That, that will not end well for you. Yeah, true. Any kind of drugs. I, I just learned this the other day, really quickly, an aside before we go any further. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, magic mushrooms were legal as of 20 years ago in Japan. Yeah. So why, I didn't are, know you brewing, are you brewing tea right now? What's happening? Can you like not well, even not get extra strength Tylenol in Japan? Like... I, sh- I, sh- I said that incorrectly. They were legal 20 years ago. Not anymore. Mm. Gotta go back in time. You can't even get like real Excedrin in Japan, but yet magic mushrooms are cool. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. They were. Dude. That's still, that's yeah. still odd. It's very odd. Well, they were really into tea, so it makes sense. Mm. You're reminding me, Ray, the next time I go back to the U.S., I need to get some actual I need to get medicine. some magic mushrooms. <laughs> that, too. Um, <laughs> actually, I've never done them before. Always wanted to. Uh, Baron Breakfast is a game where you run a bed and breakfast as a bear named Hank. And apparently oh. there is a sinister... I thought it was based off of the, uh, the Cartoon Network show. Wasn't this a demo that you already played, Rich? Yeah, like almost a... a yeah, this is a not, while ago. Probably not a full year ago. Mm, Actually, it might yeah. have been at, like, Summer Game Fest last year. Um, mm. I'm at, This has been on my wish list for some time. I'm very excited for this game. There's a sinister underpinning that is hinted at um, in the trailer that they showed off. I, I wasn't on board. I'm now on board. Yeah, <laughs> a, a sinister underpinnings always get me in. But, yeah, right? Uh, like, yeah, the, the initial pitch that was, like, given to me when they, this game was first announced was, like, Stardew Valley, but you're a bear. And I was like, take my money. Yep. Hmm. A little to the left is a puzzle game with a pesky cat trying to hinder your progress the entire time. Why does he have to be pesky? You know why. I mean, it seems like... Would you say he's a pesky pussy? Oh. You That's the name of uh, my upcoming porno. <laughs> the cover's like you scolding someone. <laughs> you pesky pussy. It's the name of the upcoming FMV game from Shay Layden. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play the role of the cat. I'm just me, like, no costume. No, it's just me. Rich going meow. I'm pesky. <laughs> I have a little bell. <laughs> And then, uh, oddly enough, just like that first run of cats, we have to see your butthole. Yes. God, I want to see <laughs> that original run so bad. I hate uh, that I still want to see that. Release the I butthole hate that cut, we did guys. a whole podcast about that. I love it. Release yeah, it was actually, cut. that was the first movie we ever did on Shopping was, After Dark was Cats. Yep. And it's all been downhill from there. Mm-hmm. I made my friend Austin go into the city with me to see cats in a theater. It was an amazing week in my life. They have, uh, they're doing that on, on Japanese theater right now, actually. Cats? Yes. Huh. I'm tempted you to go should, see it. You should go. I should. Uh, Animal Well is a pixel art Metroidvania 
Obviously, all you have to say is Metroidvania, and I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. interesting. Birth is a point-and-click game about living alone in a large city. Um, Sounds depressing. That might be up Josh's wheelhouse. Uh, okay. More Choo Choo Charles that, was shown like, off. Ship birth, I'm assuming. I it might it might be. I'm not sure. There it was kind of uh, scant on the details. Well, no, I mean, I mean the, the how is it spelled? A B I R T H. So no, so no. Okay, all right. That was. It might be a play on words, though. Is the thing. I mean, it could you know? be, but yeah. Tell me about Choo Choo Charles. Just simply more more was shown off. Um, that game is something. Looks awesome, and I want to play it. That's all there is to say about that. Uh, yep. Escape Academy, as you can imagine, is an escape room game. Um, yes, yes, yes. But I hate school. <laughs> How to Say Goodbye is a puzzle game about spirits. Like Could wine? Be interesting. Hmm? Like wine? No, like liquor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absinthe. Uh, mm-hmm. Excellent. Nyad? <laughs> I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Is a relaxing game where you play as a water nymph. And you are pronouncing yes, that correctly. That, that would be it. Damn, I'm good. Uh, Planet of Lana, or Lana, I should say. Pla- Planet gorgeous... Atlanta. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> is a side scro- gorgeous side-scrolling puzzle game. I really want to play it. They it, showed yeah. off more gameplay in another showcase. It looks awesome. Oh, yeah. You look awesome. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I can't remember when they announced this, but I think it's been... I don't know, a few months now, but it's it's looked yeah. real, real pretty. I was, <laughs> was going to just so. try and guess the pitch, but like, Planet Atlanta is um, a spacefaring RPG from Donald Glover. Yep, exactly. Okay. Uh, Roots of Pacha, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, is a Stardew Valley-style game during the Neolithic period. Okay. All right. I that's, can tell you right now the Neolithic period is boring. So you are a history teacher, so you hopefully would know. I don't know how that could be made into an interesting game. There Maybe were they'll so be talking few animal movies during that period. <laughs> so few Marvel movies, and there... all we have is the original Ghost Rider with Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. During the Neolithic <laughs> yeah, era. and the only thing they were able to like their biggest invention was oh hey we accidentally left this grain outside it started rotting and we made beer from it. Well, if it was that boring, I guess they just had to get wasted all the time. Yep. 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 And it really made that version of Ghost Rider a lot better. Yeah, it's true. They were like, hey, hey, you got to try this thing I made. It turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. (laughs) And then they're like, wait a second. What's a cowboy and how can he be a Ghost Rider? (laughs) Wait a minute. Carter Slade is the Phantom Rider, not the (laughs) Ghost Rider. Mm. Uh, this is a game that I've been excited for for a little while. They showed off a little bit more of it. It's called Shim. It's a platformer where you use only shadows uh, mm-hmm. to okay. move around. Very high on my list. I've been waiting for this one for a while now. Women um, don't be having shadows. Yep. The last game shown off in this conference was uh, Fox and Frog Travelers, the Demon of Adashino Island, which is an action-adventure game about... Japan. Cool. I know that place. Yeah. So. Looks cool. Um, Interesting little game there. So. That's it for the uh, Day of the Devs 
con- uh, showcase. The next one is super, super short. Then we will go on break. All right. Uh, Devolver Direct. Um, These are the best. Have, yeah. They didn't have a whole lot to show off, but what they did show was pretty cool, uh, such as Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. That one looks really good. That, that's been floating around for a while. It does, yes. That Anger looks sort foot? of like a... Uh, oh, sorry. Go on. Sort of like a top-down action game mixed with uh, some sort of a... I, 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 um, like city city managers not management is not the right word because that's cult like management sims. yeah like cult management stuff stuff like you know the sort of keep keeping your people happy like in uh um Bra- more brainwashed darkest, darkest dungeon sense. or or um something like that sure mm. it seems from from everything they've shown so far yeah yeah cult exactly. management simulator mm-hmm. um Angerfoot, which I was pretty mixed that, on until I just read this description and now I'm 100% yep. on board. It looks amazing. I, I know I nothing about Angerfoot. It just sounds like Quentin Tarantino made the game when he was horny and pissed off. Well, here, if, if this description doesn't sell it for you, Ray, I don't know what will. Angerfoot is a lightning fast, hard bass blast of kicking doors and kicking ass. Crash through the caffeine fueled fever dream of shit city. Putting the boot to a menacing menagerie of merciless gangsters. It strikes me All as right, a in. as a third person Hotline Miami almost. Hotline yes. Miami. Okay, that that sells me as well. Hotline Miami, fantastic game. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, pl- there was more footage for Plucky Squire, which also oh, yeah, that game looks good for a while. Amazing, yeah, yeah. And uh, to both Ray and Rich's. Uh, delight. There was more footage shown off for Skate Story. Skate Story is oh yeah, it's gonna be real pretty. It looks like Pepsi Man on a skateboard. And I'm I'm always up for skating, getting out there in games. Whether it's you know yeah. a Skate Story, a Tony Hawk, you know, it's a beautiful sport. Skateboarding mm. and video games come together in a way like I, I, I like a fair number of sports games, but I don't think any other are feel quite as great as uh, skateboarding video games. I feel like when skateboarding mm, yeah. and games hit, it's like it's like peanut butter and chocolate. Like it just works. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's so great. It works even when the skateboard's a shark. Correct. Mm. Sometimes some would argue better. Yeah. Yeah. Game of that year. Precisely. Precisely. Um, do you guys need to take a break? We can actually keep going. There are a few smaller ones. You just need a break or keep going? Um, do you want to like carve out a few of the smaller ones and then take a pee break? Yeah, let's do that. Do uh, it. Because actually, the next one is pretty short as well. Uh, Tribeca Game Spotlight um, had a few show offs there. Some some big ones. Uh, Thirsty Suitors is an oh, action yeah. RPG. That involves turn-based battles, skateboarding, and cooking, and it has some major Psychonauts vibes. That all sounds appealing. Wait, what's the name of this? Because now I want to look it up. Thirsty Suitors. Thirsty Suitors. Thirsty it's suitors. an uh, Indian dev. Hmm. Did you get huh. those uh, Psychonaut vibes too, Josh, when you watch this? Um... Minorly, some of the character designs are really that that sort of brightly colored and uh exaggerated uh type designs 
Yes. Uh, which I just, I really like that. I like that in general. I like that in stuff like uh, um, No Straight Roads from a while back where they're just, they're really kind of, everything stands out whenever you're not afraid to make it not have to look realistic. Um, mm. I mean, not that they have to. You can, you can, you can go completely off the rails if you don't have the rails there, you know, the guardrails. But yeah, it looks, it looks really nice. Um, I'm, I've, I've been following the devs on this one for a little while and it's, I'm really looking forward to it. It looks really cool. It looks uh, like a lot of fun. Yeah. For sure. It's definitely on my radar now. Yeah, that looks, I just watched that trailer. That looks interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, the Cub is an old school platformer that has you perform parkour in the remnants of humanity. Um, what I mean by old huh. school is... So Detroit. <laughs> yes. Um, it's in that one uh, subsection of uh, Detroit specifically. Which is all of it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, old school... Sick burn on Detroit. <laughs> Fuck Got you, Detroit. It. Fuck you. Now, um, that old, it, the old school reference is to specifically like the Genesis era of super difficult old school platforming. Okay. Those games weren't hard. They were just bad. Some of them were also hard, but a lot of them, yeah, it was just bad. like, we accidentally made 80% of our jumps pixel perfect jumps. Because no one thought there. to check. No one, no one tried to actually play the game. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> we just put the platforms there and went with it. Vector Man was pretty cool. Vector, I was just thinking about Vector Man. Hey, nice callback. I like that. Uh, as Dusk Falls is a narrative-driven game about two families across thirty years. Um, looks kind of interesting. Not really in my. Uh, I watched this and like, it might. It's probably just me. That like motion comic art kind of does nothing for me. I've never been a big fan of that style. I don't. I don't know why. Like it. Some people really like it. It doesn't do anything for me. I was gonna say it, get, it gets enough people to where it keeps on being done. Pe- people definitely like it. I'm just like I am not one of those people. Like because I can like narrative based games like these, but something about that particular art choice makes me go, eh, "I'm probably not gonna play this." I can't hmm. remember the trailer very well. Is it the one that kind of looks similar to what Telltale was doing? A little bit. But it, it's more of that motion comic look, which I don't okay. doesn't really vibe with me. Okay. Yeah, because I I, gotcha. I think using the stylings of it works with stuff like The Wolf Among Us and you know, Into the Spider Verse. You can definitely use those aesthetics and do something that's still neat with it. But it's it's the those get very those pop stiff. More, though. Yeah, you know it's what? Very stiff. I think the best I've seen it done so far is in. Uh, my brain's not gonna think of this name. It was from. A year or so ago. Okay. Um, ba, 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 ba. It was the one where you're basically playing as a bartender in limbo from Australia. Uh, no recollection. Oh, uh, after party? No, 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 no. That that was. Oh, um, necro barista. Necro barista. That was another sort of very limited motion. Type of a, I, I a think thing. that has more. I, I like that look more though. Like this yeah. is very like stiff. That, that like, took the it, that took the uh, very limited motion part of that aesthetic 
But instead of, you know, basically doing it with uh, 2D panels, you're in a 3D space. Yeah. And, you know, they're just minimally animated motions for each dialogue section. This just looks so much like a comic that my initial thought is like that type of story is not what I look for in that medium. Mm. And I like it's almost like my brain doesn't register it as a video game. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah. There there is some of that on the on these lists as well. Pretty interesting. Um Venba is a narrative cooking game. You play as an Indian mother who immigrates with her family to Canada in the 80s. At least these games that have cooking are about Indian oh, yeah. families, so like the food will actually be good. Yeah, um I've seen a little bit of this. Is this I'm, at least I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this. Is this the one with the food that looks ridiculously good? Oh, is it some Final Fantasy 15 food? Yeah, <laughs> as I recall, like some of the shots I was seeing from early on, I'm pretty sure it was Venba that had just the food looked ridiculous. Like I, it, it's going to be it's one of like those games. It's like very watercolor style. Okay, maybe I, I maybe I'm thinking of a different game then. If you're saying watercolor style, but maybe me. Here, let me let me send a picture uh, over to you on the WhatsApp really quick, so you guys. God, can... why isn't that a game? Square should make a Final Fantasy spinoff where you play as Ignis and it's a cooking game. That there sounds promising. I was thinking of a different one, but I still like the look of this. This, yeah, yeah this is definitely really cool. more. Uh, um, not watercolor. This is this is this this is like an oil pastel look mm. to it. Sorry, Ooh. yeah, that's probably the better word there. Bougie. Yeah. I know a crayon when cool, I see though. one. It's I only know enough about art to get laid. How often does that work for you, Rich? Not often. Okay. Not so. <laughs> yeah, burned. Uh there's more info. Self burn. <laughs> there's mo in- mo info. Mo info. More info on the Plague Tale Requiem game, which is going to be dropping on Game Pass. There is some details in this uh, showcase and some other ones as well. So I'll keep it a little sparse here. Um, Cuphead, the delicious last course, was finally announced as uh, when it's being released, and some details were shown off on that finally. And that paired with the announcement that Netflix um, is releasing more episodes of the TV show. And it's going to have the brand new character in those new episodes as well. Miss Chalice. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Makes uh, sense. More... Yeah. I'm super fucking excited for Delicious this. Delicious Last Course DLC, baby. I know probably a lot of people have basically been like, where the fuck has this been for five years? I'm really excited for it. Oh, they've been talking about like how much work went into that and how like these bosses have like more animations in one phase than any of the previous bosses in the base game had. Um, also, this DLC is only, I think, like $7. Yeah. Which is alarmingly cheap. And um, you can actually go back and run through the whole game with Miss Chalice, the new character, who has a totally different play style. So there's value That's in that. I'm excited for it. That's all I'm going to say there. Yeah. Uh, there were more details, more shown off for Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals, which just makes me want to play the original again. Oh, so yeah. I, it feels so long ago. I really want to go play that again as well. That I, I, say, I say again, but it's like, I know if I play that again, it's been so long that I'm going to need to replay it like four times because of the way the story in that game works. Right. Yeah. 
it's going to end up being a much bigger investment than my, you know, kind of. Still probably not huge. Craving it's not a long is, is, game. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Immortality is a new interactive movie trilogy that was debuted. Oh yeah. Well, not not debuted. They've this has been. Uh, am I? There were two. Let me look. There were two titles that were very similar. Immortality is the. Uh, I've got my notes here. So. Yeah, that's that's the Sam Barlow one. Um, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Um. It's. It, it, you, 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 all right. You're probably already on board if you know who Sam Barlow is and have been following those games. He's the guy who did Her Story and Telling Lies. Um, with the, you know, point being the game ends when you feel like it ends, figuring out mm. the mystery of, of what's going on. Um, the, Gimmick in this one, it's it's another like. I get. I guess this 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 is kind of where FMV games have gone. Is is his games are kind of really doing the most with it currently. Um, the gimmick in this one, it seems, from what they've shown off so far, mm. is going to be changing from one scene to the next via match cut. So you've got you know, the, the movies that you're watching scenes of and you can pick, okay, that looks like something else that I'm, I, I want to go explore from there. And you're making match cuts from one scene to the next to, to mm. um, kind of, you know, explore your way through it. Right. Whereas, you know, like in her story, you're using a, basically like a, uh, like an old, really crappy evidence database archive thing. To try to mm. find them via keywords. Um, and yeah, it looks like this one's kind of built around match cuts as a mechanic for how you interact with it. So, sure. It, it's, it looks like a natural progression to like a choose your own adventure style in some ways. So, we'll see. Maybe. Uh, American Arcadia yeah. is a 2.5D indie side-scrolling adventure set in a dystopian future. That was so the, the future. Ele- so the future, yeah. <laughs> that was the last announcement at the Tribeca Games Spotlight. Um, kind of ended a little bit in a whimper, but that last game does look interesting, but just that being the last announcement was, you know. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> um. We're going to skip ahead to knock out some of these ones really quickly. Uh, Gorilla Collective had their own showcase. I didn't write much down for this because many were just gameplay trailers and release dates for a lot of indie games. Um, sure. A lot of them look really good. I, I don't want to make the show all indie with like 30, 30 minutes tops of like some of the big announcements. So All killer, no filler. <laughs> So if you're interested, go check out the Gorilla Collective showcase. There's some really interesting stuff there. Um, I picked a few things from the Wholesome Direct. I don't want again, didn't want to uh, spend too much time there. Uh, I picked a few that I think that you guys are gonna love. Coffee Talk Episode Two 
Hibiscus and Butterfly, which is a sequel to The Talking Sim set in a coffee shop. I, is this based I really, off the SNL skit? No. Coffee talk. Um, I, I, I really like the first coffee talk. Um, if, for anyone who is unaware, the creator of Coffee Talk has actually passed away uh, since that first game launched. So this mm. is kind of people around him picking up the torture second one. And it seems to be carrying on the spirit of that game, which was just chill as fuck. So uh, that I still that OST is still a go to for me every now and again when I'm just like winding down. Yep. Yep. It looks cool. It looks interesting, to say the least. Um, Odada. Adada, I, I don't know how to pronounce the that. The fuck did you say to me? <laughs> is an isometric village game where all the houses are instruments. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The original vision for Wii Music. Uh-huh. <laughs> the original uh, Wii Music. Uh, which of the houses is theremin? All of them. Excellent. Um... <laughs> Next, this is the one I'm really excited to tell you guys about. Kaiju. The Kaiju dating sim game. Yeah, I saw this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I thought was pretty funny and interesting, to say the least. Uh, Rich, you're definitely playing that day one, aren't you? I, oh, fuck yeah. I, I have been really enjoying the dating sim, but, you know... It doesn't have to actually be about dating, sort of thing. As the man going on, as as the man who beat the KFC dating simulator. Oh yeah, uh, I think I'm qualified to cover this. Mm. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, paper trail reminds me of. Sorry, there's there's one that just came out earlier this year. That's Doki Doki Ragnarok, and you're you're playing as a Viking, pillaging England. But you're you're dating all the towns that you're excellent. That you're pillaging. You've got at least you know a little. We all, we also can't forget the beauty that was Dial Tone, the phone dating simulator where you oh, play yes. as a phone that came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, Paper Trail is a puzzle game where you fold the pages of the world to move forward in the game. It looks interesting. Okay. So kind of like uh, a fold apart. Uh, which was kind of like similar a year, to that. yeah, a little bit. I guess a little similar in concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the last one that I wrote on this list is called Little Bear Chef, and it's exactly what it sounds like. You're playing a you very tiny stuffed bear. Yep. who is a chef. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. Yep. That's a they, good concept. They get away, so it's not a burly gay man. That I would, think there's that a, would be like even a, better. I think you have to, tur- uh, there's like a safe for work mode. I don't know. Uh, That's the DLC. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so, yeah. so it's like, uh, what is it? Um, uh, mount your friends. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a good man is hard to climb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, for the record, I would also play Ray's pitch for that game. <laughs> mm. It was, it's a sequel to dream daddy. <laughs> uh-huh. I like that. Um, okay. And that's, uh, that's it for that. Um, just what I got written down for the wholesome direct. This cool. is a good place to stop as uh, the next few showcases are going to be much, not much longer, but they're going to be longer than the last few that we did. So we're going to head on break. When we come back, we will be talking about the freedom games summer showcase. So don't go anywhere. 
Shay. Shay, you there? Yeah, what's up? I don't know if Josh can hear us. I hacked into his edit of the podcast so we could plug the other shows. Quick, we got, you got you to tell me what kind of new shows we have on the horizon. What's going on? What's in the feed? Okay, so it was like I was saying to my friend the other day that freedom isn't free, bitch. That's a reference for no one, but that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm here. I'm here to tell you about new episodes of Evoking the Sublime. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that podcast that I recently got three new episodes up on. Yeah. Thanks for pitching that, man. Thanks for plugging that. No, I am legally obligated to. Well, I heard you got some episodes up on uh, Jumping at the Bits. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we got a new one up on Kirby, where we talk about all about his history, his first two games in depth, and his just general facts about him overall. Oh, oh shit! Here comes Josh. Uh, Josh, we were just we were just telling the people about uh, Chomping After Dark and nothing else, like you requested. Maybe maybe you could tell them a little bit about that. Chomping After Dark. Yeah, yeah you, you remember that. In- yeah, you know that one. While I'm editing, how did you get here? It's not important. The point is, Chopping After Dark is a show where we spoil video games and sometimes movies. I heard we do comic books occasionally and TV shows, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Occasionally we do do those things. Yeah, and you said doo-doo. <laughs> I did say doo-doo. It's funny because it comes from your butt. <laughs> that's right. Um, well, anyways, Josh, we'll let you get back to editing. Sorry about interrupting you. Hey, we're back with the Chompcast, and we're going to talk about Freedom Games Summer Showcase now. Um, the first game on that list, Good Heavens, a crafting RPG set in the afterlife. Which afterlife? All of them. Uh, awesome. Yep. On board. Sign my one. death certificate, because I'm on board. That's right. Uh, next one, Nine Years of Shadows, a retro-looking Metroidvania about returning color to a dark world. That one looks pretty cool. Okay. The art style is very cool interesting. Com- yeah. That uh that sounds I think it'll be in your wheelhouse, Josh. You know, Doku check it out. was a was a anime from I don't know like 5 years ago. It kind of had a mm. similar concept. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it might Ish. might be inspired by that, that. that. That seemed more slice of life, I assume, than a Metroidvania. But who knows? Yeah, slice of life Metroidvania is um that's what I need. A thing I could be on board with, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, next game is Humanit Z, which is a top-down open-world uh, zombie survival shooter. Not a, a single thing I liked about this game. <laughs> There's just too many of them. Yeah. Um, One Lonely Outpost is a farming sim on a barren alien planet. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why not? Retreat to Enen is a first-person action adventure that takes place in the future where humanity has found peace. Um... So it's a it's this is a work of fiction. So it's in the Star Wars or Star Trek universe. I think I think that's the only future we've we've invented so far that has that has any form any of sort of upward trajectory and that's only yeah. because gene roddenberry insisted on it uh-huh. yeah it's it looks very interesting because it's like in this future humanity has returned to its roots in some ways and they its roots are pretty bad i wouldn't re- i don't think that sounds like a good future <laughs> i i'm saying like roots in terms of like using less technology and um like 
far, far back roots. So it's it looks interesting. It's not really my style, but um, looked interesting. Symphony of War, the Nephilim Saga, is a turn-based tactics adventures game in a fantasy medieval setting. Typical turn-based tactics looking game. Um, looks okay. Uh, Broken Pieces is a third-person survival horror. Looks kind of good. Um, I like the title, but then everything else you described there doesn't sound like something I'd be interested in. I like third-person survival horror, but that alone is not enough of a sell for me. Like, I'd have to, I'll, I'll, I'll look into it, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys should. Yeah. Neon Blight is a bullet hell shopkeep manager roguelite in a dystopian megacity. Excellent. You have All to right. stop saying tags. Like, stop saying genres. Uh, <laughs> Hobby-grade esports. <laughs> yeah. It actually looks pretty cool. Um, I think you guys would be into it. Hobby-grade esports solitaire-like. Tyrant's Blessing is a turn-based game about fending off the dead army. That one looks pretty good. Um, I enjoyed watching that trailer. Monster Tribe I I was confused about watching this one in a good way it is a weird Pokemon Zelda hybrid so like you're moving through the world in a Zelda style setting Um, you're collecting monsters you're solving puzzles but when you get into like Golden Sun without the RPG combat maybe kind of like that I'm not sure but when you get into battle um, you're on a grid and your monsters oh. are on the grid, and they're battling other monsters in, in a Pokemon-style battle. That actually sounds okay. like a pretty good synergy. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I, I, I could get with that. Yeah, that sounds neat. There, there was another game, I can't remember the name of it, but I feel like I saw a few where the pitch was like, it's like top-down Zelda dungeon exploration, but Pokemon battles. That's pretty much what this game is, so it might be the same thing. It's, it's definitely a different one than what you said. I, I, it might end up coming up in another conference somewhere. Okay. Um, so I, I won't try. Is it American Hero? It is not American <laughs> Hero. <laughs> uh, against all odds is a ninja warrior style game where you compete head to head against others. I really loved the trailer of this game, and I definitely want to play this with you guys when it drops. Brought to you by Doritos, but yeah, no, that could be fun. Yeah, that it's, sounds promising. It kind of it kind of sounds like uh, uh, what's that? MXC. Tomb Raiding first person thing. Oh yeah, from, from yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's still in early access. What's that called? Dang yes, it. I forgot the name of that game too. I was really excited for that one. But this yeah. one is a third person. It's a lot more whimsical in okay. its nature, and it literally is like Ninja Warrior style yeah. sets. Yeah, that sounds promising. It looks fun. A uh, Monorail Stories is a minimalist narrative game about an everyday commute on a train, and it has two uh, character stories, and they don't intersect, but they kind of intersect. It looks interesting um, if you're into narrative-driven games. Okay. looks like a very peaceful, fun, relaxing time, to say the least. Um, Sands of Aura is an open-world Souls-like... game taking place in a realm buried underneath sand okay yeah i mean elden ring didn't even sell me on the whole idea that open world and souls like go together but i'm sure someone else will nail it 
You Elden know. Rings. They're sand, the Josh. Things that came out this year. They're sand. I mean, it did come out this year. They're sand. Terracotta there is sand. Isn't... <laughs> I don't like sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> Terracotta is an action-adventure game where you enter the first Chinese emperor's tomb. To um, kiss him. Yes. This is another dating sim. Wait, this is a game yes. about... <laughs> it's a game about Shi Huangdi? Uh, I believe so, yeah. He's the one with uh, the terracotta army. I believe that is... Oh, correct, this, yes. this should be good. Dude was paranoid. He drank mercury and ended up killing himself. Yeah, it's is interesting. Um, it looks well, very. Uh, no one else got the opportunity then. Is that what they mean when those uh, those astrology girls say that Mercury is in Gatorade? <laughs> it's in retrograde. I know that. I hate um, everything you just said, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the three of you are going to be really into this. Um, I really like the vibe of this game, but the the style is not for me. Voltaire, the vegan vampire, is a very charming action farming roguelite. Yeah, I, I can get into that. Yeah, I like Angel. Well, the first season of Angel. <laughs> I like how Angel ends without ending. Man, that show uh, goes off the rails. There was a dragon at one point. Yeah. I will tell you this, the the art style looks fucking phenomenal in this game, but um, yeah, I'm not into uh, sorry farming sims or anything like that, but there's action and roguelite elements to it, so maybe I'll still give it a try, who knows. Yeah. This is a confusing name for what the game is, Death Drive, which is a deck-building open-world survival RPG set in a zombie apocalypse. I like deck building. Yeah. It basically looked like uh what's that Back for Blood, yeah. It's it kind of looked like essentially what what if they took the deck building element of that game and just and made it the combat, but that was the it whole just thing. made it the entire game. Okay. Yeah. That's not that's not the worst idea. Yeah, no, no it, I loved the deck building aspect of that. So. Yeah, that was the best part of the game. Um Mars Base is a base building farming sim. But where's it set? <laughs> uh. And uh, if you didn't have enough, Blood and Zombies is a wa- wave defense shooter where you fight blood. aliens. Blood. Yes, you fight blood. <laughs> George Carver's ancestors. Wait, is this the Osmosis Jones video game I've been hoping for? Yes. Uh, you get to pop all See, of them. That's, that's the pimples. open world game I really want. You, they had had to, you have an entire human to explore. They had to recast Bill Murray, though. Bowser's mm. Inside Story, but Osmosis Jones. Exactly. It's great. I'm in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. All right. The Future Games Show Summer Showcase is next. Uh, this one had a lot of announcements. Uh, I actually had to. Pretty sure you're losses. making some of these up. <laughs> I had to cut my losses on I, some of these just I, because there were so many. I have to imagine you're making these up at this point. I agree with the rich. Like, I was like, wait, <laughs> what the, the future games? What the fuck is this? Uh, yeah, well, actually, it had some really cool announcements. Outpost, which is the working title, is a base-building wave defense co-op FPS fight. Ooh, hobby grade. Stop <laughs> saying genres. <laughs> Let me say it again a little just bit more Just pick one. 
a base building, wave defense, co-op, first-person shooter where you fight robots. Fuck, pick three. Like, not even pick one. Pick three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one looks really cool. It's called Luto. It's a psychological horror game where players are trapped in a house with ghosts. Okay. I was really hoping for a bard sim where you're playing a lute, a luto and to, to make your sadly. songs. And, oh yeah. Sadly, yeah, I'm you're not going to get what you want. Oh, there. Life Missed opportunity. Cool. Just wait for the mod scene. You could add a loot, and then you could also add ludicrous. So it'll be luda luda. Oh, yes. Uh, luto Chris is uh, definitely a game we should try getting made. Yes, for sure. We absolutely need to get that. A game, about, some, a game about a game about. just make it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a game about Ludacris becoming a traveling bard when he gets trapped in a fantasy universe. Exactly, yes. exactly. It's about Ludacris getting trapped in a D and D game. Shh, you're giving yeah. the shit away for free. Yep. <laughs> Somebody hasn't done it already. It's about to be done. Nightingale is a fantasy survival game. It looks. Pretty cool to be honest this, with you. This one debuted a while back, I want to say. It did. It did. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, uh, I like the fucking look of this game. It's... <laughs> Definitely looks interesting. Um, Rich, I think you'll be interested in this one. There's a new game called Tray Racers. It looks very similar to, uh, Episode One Pod Racers. Ah, that sounds great. That sounds absolutely dynamite. Is it compatible yeah. with multiple N64 controllers? Is it going to have a Pepsi machine? Yes and yes. Excellent. Was, did, did we not have an episode of this podcast where we spent like a good long time looking up how much it would cost us to try and rebuild the episode one racer arcade cabinet? I don't recall, but then again... I don't recall. I, I, no, I think I that was Rich and I getting drunk and sitting around on Skype one day. Yeah, that definitely is a thing that happened. You were like, oh, look, I can get one of the doors. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, what, what's really, it going to cost us to source the, the parts to put one of these things back together? Well, it what's, was, what's it was something around $20,000 is so, what you're looking at. Real answer is it's much cheaper to just rob a Dave and Buster's. Do they still have one of those running? We got more than one around here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. It, all right. I guess we're I guess we're just robbing a Dave and Buster's then. Let's do it. They also got that, that Return of the Jedi game where it's the speeder bike. That one's pretty cool, too. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I hadn't, I'd forgotten about that. That's been a while. That's a really good one, too. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the next one I'm oddly excited for, it's called Morbid Metal. It's where players swap between blade-wielding robots, and it's all made by one person. It looks really good for a game being made by one person. Cool. Yeah. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh Turbo Golf Racing, which kind of looks Sign like Sign me up. Like it's inspired by Rocket League in some ways. That I like all those words together. Yeah, you had me at the name. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the most head scratching game of the year being announced during these showcases has to be Alaskan Truck Simulator. Which is not Another? a truck simulator yeah, it's, expansion. Yeah, it's, it's a it's different thing. Different company. <laughs> And with more life management, right? Yes. I yeah yeah like you gotta actually like get maintenance on your truck and that's this sounds all the way awful in the sense that the best part like about the those driving's simula- the fun part of those games like yes the, the why relaxing. would you want maintenance sim also tacked on there that's okay 
It's guys, a, I wanna just I wanna point out uh Turbo Golf Racing has a demo on Steam and it looks fucking phenomenal. Oh shit. Okay, I will All be right. downloading that. But yeah, no, Alaskan Truck Simulator, like, I feel like those truck simulator games are all about, like, the flow state of driving on these highways, so if you're gonna break me out of that because I have to fucking put gas in it, it's like... Well, I I mean, they already have the off-road truck stuff, which is less about that flow state and more about... I I mean, they're they're Death Stranding-likes, basically, where, you, you know, you're kind of paying attention to how you're getting through... But is there anyone named Die Hardman in this game? Because if not, no. But your but your mom is the the batteries, and they've got they've got Die Hard batteries in in there. So and your mother's the president in every single one. So Mm -hmm. it's it's totally president. It's it's got to be the same universe. President of jack shit. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, The Entropy Center is a first person adventure game where you solve puzzles by rewinding time with a device that doubles as a companion. Uh, it gave me very, very, like very dildo. minimal uh, BMO vibes, but a little bit. Okay, not dildos, Josh. I mean, that's a device that doubles as a companion. I, I'm, I'm, but it can't rewind time. The waiting, you know, companion there's can... that. Okay, all right. Yeah. Do you know? For, you don't know for sure that it can't rewind time. I guess. I guess tried. it can remind a woman of a time, or I guess not just women. Anyone who uses one of a time where they actually got fucked properly. I guess that would be a kind of way of rewinding time. Mm-hmm. Gotta go back in time. Gotta get fucked. In the ass. <laughs> sure. Um, looks kind of cool, though. So this one is uh, interesting. So they had a little mini showcase within the showcase about games for Ukraine, which is games that were developed by Ukraine developers, such as Puzzles for Clef, Zero Losses, This Rain Will Never End, Farlanders, and Through the Nightmares. Um, I would implore each and every one of you to please go check those out. Um, they're all interesting games, interesting looking games, I should say. You can donate, um, you know, to just in general, if you want to donate to the de- developers and they will pass the money along to uh, the various charitable organizations that are helping with the Ukraine situation right now, or you can buy the games and a portion of the proceeds will be going to some of those causes. So, um, Which is awesome. Absolutely. Uh, 100% worth checking out. I'm definitely going to be checking out um, some of these, if not all of them, for that exact purpose. So The, uh, the first chapter of the uh, that new... Sherlock Holmes game from Frogwares just came mm. out at the beginning of the year as well, okay. uh, which I think is on sale currently. Uh, and their their Frogwares is based in Ukraine as well. Which one is that? Uh, uh, is it just is it just, just Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes chapter, chapter one? one? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now just to confirm for y'all. Yeah. it's on sale for 45 percent off right now. Yeah, it's 24.74 on Steam as there opposed to 45 dollars. Yeah. If you're interested in that sort of thing. Those games are a dive, but those Frogware games are pretty cool. Cool. Uh, next game on the list, Lost in Play is a game inspired heavily by Gravity Falls. I'm on board. Very much, very much yeah. looks like that. That's, that's enough to sell me. Yep. Uh, Brewmaster is a beer brewing sim. Okay. Cool. This is the first sim I've heard of that I'm 
interested in so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Last Faith, which is a Metroidvania Souls-like hybrid. I haven't actually seen too much on that, but like I said, you put Metroidvania in the name and I'm interested. I'll at least be willing to take a peek at that point, yeah. Yeah. Tinykin is a microscopic Pikmin-like adventure game. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm going to be getting any new Pikmin anytime soon, so. Yeah. yeah. Microscopic. You gotta scratch that itch. So that the levels are going to be even bigger. Yeah. Or smaller, depending on your perspective. Yeah. I guess it depends <laughs> what sort of uh, pathing issues you've got. Finally, video games and my penis have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> next game, Cereal Cleaners. Um, oh, yeah. This one looks, yeah. It is a game where you clean up after the mob. It is an action, stealth, and indie game all wrapped in one, dropping in September of this year. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this. It's just, yeah. The concept is really fun. A stealth game where you're cleaning up murder scenes. It's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. They had an awesome tweet out that just dropped a few days ago that said, somebody's got to do the job, and it said, goodbye, Internet Explorer, as their (laughs) advertisement for their own game. Yep, brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. Uh, the last game in the showcase, which looks fucking sweet, is ILL or Ill, a horror action game full of blood and viscera. It looks fucking grotesque in the best way possible. Sick. Excellent. Ha! <laughs> Got fucking him. jerk. <laughs> Got him. But yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that, so. That's yeah. it for uh, the future games show. Now to Summer dive show. into games of the past. Yes. Now we're well. That was the uh, that was the limited run. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. We already did that then. Yep. Yep. All yep. right. So now you know I've been doing a lot of talking, a lot of uh, you know briefing on a lot a lot of these. Oh, can we give our book reports? <laughs> Rich, you ready to do yours? Yeah, I'll do my book report first. So, Rich is going to do Capcom with also the Dragon's Dogma announcement uh, attached to that because there were two separate... You pretty much just did it, so... The two separate announcements, but uh, he's going to kind of combine them all into one. So, Rich, I'll leave it to you, buddy. Sure thing. Um, So, Capcom did their little showcase. Uh, First up, there's a lot of Resident Evil in this top half, so I'm going to be going through a number of Resident Evil things. Uh, so we saw a little bit more gameplay from the Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, looks great. Yeah, the, the big major reveal here is that, uh, the addition would be like in those other remakes we've seen Leon can move while aiming, which is, you know, a departure from the original Resident Evil 4, uh, Mm. as well as a complete redesign of the Ganado. Um, and we really didn't see a ton of that. It's out March of next year, so I kind of expected us to see a little bit more, uh, but my main hope on Resident Evil 4 remake is that they kind of justify it because I think Resident Evil 4 still holds up pretty well and was probably the one that least needed a remake. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of lines up with a lot of the uh, remaster remake trend, but at the same time, seeing the success of Resident Evil 2, which is one of the most beloved games that in that game franchise. That game is, yeah, that Resident Evil 2 remake is... Pro- Besides, for t- to me, the best game that came out that year, which it feels like it's yeah. a few years ago at this point. Yeah. But you're right, and I think besides the Final Fantasy VII remake, it's been the best remake to date. Agreed. Agreed. Why are 100%. these fucks skipping Code Veronica? Because no one cares about Code <laughs> Veronica. Exactly. 
Um, and fuck, why aren't we remaking Resident Evil Gaiden for the Game Boy Color? That's the real question. That's the real question. It's Leon on a fucking cruise ship. That would actually be a good game. Yeah, no, it really would. I feel like the yeah. cruise ship thing is like a, a thing they tried to cover in Resident Evil Revelations, which is also a great game. Um, I want to say before I get into the next Resident Evil announcement, it is about DLC for Resident Evil Village and the existence of what this content is spoils the end of Resident Evil Village. So here's your chance to opt out and go away if you don't want to know what that is. Cool. Um, Spoilers. Ethan's actually a Pikmin. He has been a Pikmin the whole time. So the name of the DLC is Shadows of Rose. Uh, The story will follow Ethan Winter's daughter, Rose, and it's a sequel to the main campaign set a number of years later. Uh, Weird thing on this, because I don't know if you guys picked up on this, Along with this announcement, they announced that Village is getting a third-person mode. Yeah. This DLC is only playable in third-person. Wow. There is no first-person mode for Shadow of Rose. Wow. Huh. So there's going to be a third-person mode in the core game. Correct. But Shadow of Rose will only be playable in third-person. And I think a big reason for this, and and I'm kind of speculating here... The RE engine is what Capcom is using for everything now, and with them continuing on this trail of remakes, I think Village is probably going to be our last first-person Resident Evil. I think they want to get back to being more uniform and get it back to strictly being a third-person series. Now, I have to ask, Hmm. though, I didn't play Village, but with the addition of this third-person mode, will they expand the torture porn past Ethan's hands? (laughs) <laughs> we have to Good hope question. like will we see like his like kidneys being torn out will like you know uh actually ray i think i can answer that question and the answer is probably no because there are very specific narrative reasons for why ethan is able to survive the things that happen to him i mean that just makes the third person thing weird then because say i sat down for the first time i decided yeah. to play the game in third person i'm like they're oddly fixated on his hands I'm curious yeah. if that's going to just look completely janky or if they are redoing an awful lot of animations to make them actually work outside of a first person. I, I don't know, but I like Skyrim in third person. I like, yeah. I'm like uh, well, like I mean, I, I think well, not probably... even just that, but like the, the like you were saying, when the enemies are attacking you, like there's there's an awful lot going on in that game that's that's playing to that camera. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I like Resident Evil Village enough that part of me is like, if I have the time, I might try and do a replay in third person just to see how it yeah. holds up. I, um, I will as well. But like like Josh, you're saying there at the very tail end of that, so much of that game hinges on the first person. That perspective, view. Like a yeah. A lot of the jump cares, mm-hmm. scares and stuff of that nature. So The the Shadow of Rose DLC is it's a very weird setting, so I wanted to bring it up. It is set uh, inside the consciousness of the Mega My... Me, uh, my seat, uh, okay. which I okay. As someone who I'm never excited played this, for this game, everything you just said was hot nonsense. Yeah, no, I figured well, it would be. Welcome to Resident uh, Evil. But that is out uh, on October twenty <laughs> on October twenty eighth. So that's I out am this really year. excited for this DLC because at the end of the core game last year when we talked about it, this is something that we talked about pretty heavily, like theorizing what was going to happen. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if they're going to get that uh, that tie-in game that was supposed to come out with the other one out before this DLC. It's out October 28th. So it's probably the same not. day? What, what did you just say was the date on this other one? October 28th. Okay. So. So yes. So yes, they're coming <laughs> um, out the same day. All right. 
Wait, as what? What are you asking? Is coming out the same the, day? The, oh, <coughs> what was it called? It was like the mercenaries mode thing. That was well, yes. no, no, that's part of this DLC. That's the same thing. Okay, yeah, it the, is the same thing. The uh, yeah, the, the it's adding mercenaries additional orders. Okay, um, which is going to allow players to play as Lady Demetresque. Yeah, it was just weird because oh, they dope. give you this, you know, extra yeah. page and executable thing that doesn't do anything. Well, I think there's mercenary stuff in there already, but this is more mercenary stuff. This, um, this so, game is on PC, right? Correct. Yes. So the fact that you're able to play as Lady Demistrek, like, that's going to be great for people making, like, Gary's Bod movies before long. Yeah, uh-huh. this this deal. Oh God, this <clears throat> yeah. this DLC. Yeah. Uh, it adds a playable Lady D, Chris Redfield, and also Heisenberg, and they will all have their own unique. Heisenberg seems like to be a fun character to play as. Brian yeah, because he because he's because he's Magneto. Yeah. No, Carl Heisenberg is a character in. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait. And Ray, spoiler alert: he's basically Magneto. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I mean, was he also like a Holocaust survivor? I, he could I, actually. I think he's older than that. I, it's hard to follow the canon of what was going on in that game. He's very anime. He is the character that literally calls Chris Redfield a boulder punching moron. Okay, so he's just saying what we're all thinking. So mm-hmm. I imagine he exists like Deadpool beyond the fourth wall because he references things he was not present for. Fair enough. Yes. Mm. Cool. Um. So yeah, that's all out on October twenty eighth <laughs> as part of what they're calling the Winter's uh, Expansion DLC. Ha, I get it. Yeah, you get it. It's a fun joke. Um then uh a thing I wanted to note out was uh on the day of this conference, the long awaited uh next gen updates to Resident Evil 2 remake, a Resident Evil 3 remake and Resident Evil 7 uh all dropped. So cool. for PS5, Xbox Series X, uh 4K high frame rate ray tracing, 3D audio. Uh, I actually kind of want to go back to RE2 on PS5 now because I played that game on PS4 originally, and it's a free update, so I'd like to see how much prettier that looks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, other thing to point out, uh, Resident Evil RE-verse, the weird multiplayer thing. That That's that's the thing I was talking about. No, that's the thing you were talking No, Mercenaries is a totally different thing, but that All is right, also yeah, out yeah, October I can't remember 28th. what it was called, but that executable whenever you bought the game yes. on steam the they the give PvP, you an extra page or whatever it's technically a different game the pvp yeah. game though uh that is out on october 28th also okay all right yeah because that name, one the name of that stuck makes it in my like library a, and been bugging like, me it sounds like a fucking kingdom hearts thing it's like oh yes yeah. resident evil no, no. are you coded re dream drop distance yeah, like, 358 over two days raccoon mm-hmm. city over mr x Mm-hmm. So that all that stuff, uh, the entire first page of my notes, that's all the Resident Evil stuff. We're past Resident Evil now. Hooray! You guys ready to move into the next thing? Yep. No. We got more uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Oh, uh, I guess I wasn't ready. Uh, well, you should be, because that game is fucking bomb. <laughs> uh, so that is the expansion coming to Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, so there's a demo out now. The demo came out on the 14th, which is a few days ago as of recording. I have not gotten around to playing that yet, hmm. but, uh, I plan to, so I'll probably share more on that next week. Uh, so they showed off some of the maps and monsters and all that. Uh, so returning monsters for people to play this game, the Daimyo, uh, Hermitar, Espinas, Gormagala. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of new monsters, basically. Um, and the jungle map for Monster Hunter 2 is also coming to that game, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
they're good games, I, just never been for me. I I really really uh, Rise especially I really got into. I'm excited to have a reason to go back to that, and that is out at the end of this month on the thirtieth. Okay, cool. Uh, next thing, a thing that kind of looks cool but also disappoints me. Uh, Capcom's game about a Dino Crisis that is not Dino Crisis Exoprimal, uh, which is the dinosaur mech action game. Uh, it got a trailer that looked really fucking stupid in the best way possible. Uh, talking about like vicious raptor attacks. Uh, that's set to come out in 2023, but they did announce that there's going to be a closed network test prior to launch. Um, it's a PvP VE game with dinosaurs and mechs. I really don't know what else to say to sell that. It looks huh. dumb. Uh, but I'm sort of disappointed it's not set in the Dino Crisis universe. You never know. Maybe there'll be a crossover someday. Let's hope. Well, they flat so out that... said it's not. Yeah, yeah. They they already, like, squashed that. I mean, to That's be fair, Ray, J.J. Abrams said that it wasn't a uh, an afterlife in Lost. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. J- but J.J. J. J. Abrams is a liar who ruined Star Wars. Yeah. What hasn't J.J. Abrams ruined? He ruined Star Trek. Ruined Star Him and Wars. his son are poised to ruin Spider-Man, from what I understand. Um, it's about time. It's about time, those, frankly. Those movies were good, <laughs> so it's time to end that. No, no, they're doing it in the comics. Oh, okay, um, good. Uh, but that, yeah, that's 2023, PS5, PS4, Xbox X, Xbox One, and PC. Um, nothing new on Street Fighter Six because we already got a bunch of leaks on that. Uh, but basically they came out and said there's going to be more Street Fighter 6 news before the end of the year. Um, and I'm going to use this as my call for action. It's time for Mike Hagar to be in the Street Fighter roster. This game takes place in Metro City. I saw a statue of Mike Hagar. He needs to be playable. Mm. He needs to have an entrance where if you are playing in that stage as Mike Hagar, he comes bursting out of the statue. Well, no, all of a sudden the statue moves and you realize it was him painting himself gold. Like he's a street performer? I love it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Like he's a living statue. Okay, um, I also just want to interrupt you for a second. I want to say that this game looks like a massive course correction so far from Street Fighter V. Yeah, I, that, it's a good chance to talk about that because I guess we haven't really had the opportunity to talk about this much yet. The thing that Street Fighter V fumbled so hard is that like it was not ready for the PvP to be in a good place for tournaments when it launched, and there was almost no single-player content. They're going really hard on the single-player content with this one. Um, in a way that is somebody who likes to matchmake in Street Fighter, but is maybe not good enough to do it for very long, um, is eager for. Also, I haven't seen the term fight money once yet. No, f- no one's has mentioned fight money. Let's keep our fingers crossed that they don't. Yeah, and I gotta say, I like the look. I like how heavy everyone seems to be. It is also the first Street Fighter game that is post-Street Fighter 3. Uh, we get a grizzled old Ryu. It's also the first post-Ono Street Fighter game, so I feel like it's where we're going to see the most experimentation we've seen in a long time. Absolutely. And, like, I, I don't... It, it's very weird to see, like, that open-world design in the narrative, but it's kind of cool, the idea of, like, being an up-and-coming fighter and just, like, challenging people on the street in Metro City. Like, it's a cool concept. It's Yeah, it's Street Fighter Little Mac. And you know what I'm yeah. down for? It's Hadouken Little Mac. Yeah, it's got style. It's Street Fighter. Street Fighter is always fun. 
It um, looks good. It looks really good. I will say that I really like the art style that they have for this one. Yeah, it's got flair. It's cool to see bulky ass old Ryu out for the first time since Street Fighter Three. Uh, he is a thick boy. He is a, he is a wall of muscle. He's a um, ma- man meat wall. Ken looks like he's homeless. I think his wife divorced him. I think that's somewhere in the story with that. That happened in Street Fighter Three, maybe. I can't tell yeah, you for sure. It's been no, so long. Well, I remember it was like always part of it was like, oh, my wife, blah, blah, blah. And I knew he was always like a rich guy. Like the We will confirm guy. that when we do the Street Fighter Three chomping at the pits. <laughs> yeah, and also I do got to say, it seems like the the leaks have been pretty much spot on. So Well, Capcom straight up came out and like acknowledged it. They sent out a tweet that I was liked, like, hey, I look, I we all tweet. saw things we weren't supposed to see. <laughs> like, we all said some things you're going to regret. Like, we all <laughs> we all did things last night that we're gonna regret especially you she was your cousin oh god um and the last thing which isn't technically in capcom's stream as shay uh alluded earlier in the dumbest thing i've ever seen they came out to announce that there would be a second stream about dragon's dogma the next day and then all we really got that was noteworthy uh, was an announcement that Dragon's Dogma 2 is in development. Listen, for I am not someone who's played Dragon's Dogma, but... People seem to like Dragon's y- yeah, Dogma. The people who like Dragon's Dogma are long-suffering because that game seems to have so many good ideas that should have been iterated on a lot sooner than what they're doing. And I can tell you right now, the people in that video seem absolutely elated that they're finally getting the chance to make this game i am incredibly happy for them and i am also eager to see what that game is because i have not played dragon's dogma but again it seems real cool yeah i you know i played a little bit of dragon dragon's dogma when it first came out and i really enjoyed the time i had with the game um it didn't have the longevity for me personally, but I know that it does have a very fervent um, fan base there. So it's cool to see that they are getting a sequel and hopefully it can expand upon a lot of the ideas that the first game and all the expansions that have come with it. And maybe I'll get, I'll definitely consider giving the second one a try. It's definitely something I think I'm going to want to try because there was such further and such like a cult following around that first game. Mm. But yeah, that's, that's it for Capcom. Cool. I mean, that's pretty easy. Easy peasy. Yeah. Just uh, one but, page of Resident Evil information and then some other <laughs> stuff. But, they actually, then, but the funny thing is, you say that, but they actually have a lot going on. Like, if you look at, like, their major slates now, you know, you have Resident Evil coming in the short term. Street Everything but Mega run. Man has something going on. Yeah, Capcom has a good slate going on right now. They're really firing on all cylinders, except for the Mega Man cylinder, but you know, yeah. we're kind of used to that by now. But yeah, everything they're putting out, I am enamored with Resident Evil in a way I didn't expect to in a post-Resident Evil 6 world at this point. Mm. And, uh, They've completely Mon- recovered. Yeah, They've Monster completely. Hunter knows it's shit. A, even after Street Fighter V's weird misstep, Street Fighter looks promising. I think Capcom's in a great spot. Capcom is probably, like, you know, they're always up there in terms of, like, important Japanese developers, but in terms of a company that's almost constantly putting out something they're in a great place right now absolutely Mm. right well cool thanks for detailing that rich uh josh i'm gonna go ahead and throw it off to you for the pc game show if you are ready to detail that oh yeah a lot of these are going to be blowing past because like i said there are 
tons of games that were mentioned in this thing. Oh, for um, sure, yeah. I'm just going to so, list the names of 4X games. Yeah, I, frankly, there were a lot of 4X games that I just kind of wrote down 4X, and then towards the back end of the show, I, I just I didn't even write them down because I'm like, do I add <laughs> that to my list of four dozen other games exactly like this or not? And uh, the, the answer was not. Um, You'll you'll find those on your own, I, okay. I imagine, if that's your jam. So uh yeah. We'll we'll be skipping that. Um first one during the pre-show that uh looked interesting uh was Crossfire Legion. Okay. Excuse me. Bring up my stuff. It is a RTS kind of um with mechs, looks like it's sort of a near future thing. Okay. Um, very much in that sort of, kind of like I was describing earlier, newer school RTS. This actually seemed more like a small scale engagement sort of a sort of a deal. Hmm. Um, kind of its own thing. But that is uh, already in early access as of last month. Uh, if you are curious about that on over on Steam. Um, okay. So yeah, if if you need to get your RTX fix in, or RTS fix in, look it looked promising. You know, get, RTX is a very different thing. Yes, it is. But you, you know, you get your mechs, your clicky clacky. You'll be you'll be good to go if that's that's what you need right now. Anyway, get um, your clicky clacky, daddy o. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and from there, uh, back into the or not back into, but starting the main show, they led with Solstice which is kind of a souls like they're they're you know action rpg is what they're calling souls it soul it's in that souls vein um but with sort of a uh big focus on magic where you've got your character with you know big swords or whatever their weapons you want and then you've got this sort of wisp looking other character that kind of hangs around on your back or whatever, and who's in, in charge of your magic attacks. And it seems like uh, you're going to be controlling both those characters simultaneously. I don't know how exactly they're going to handle that, if it's just going to be a matter of use a magic attack and your other character will handle that, or if it's going to be much more involved sort of a thing, something a la like Astral Chain, where they're like, okay, no, you, you really have to pay attention to both these characters sort of a deal. Very pretty, though. Um, very beautiful looking game. Yeah, and that's that's supposed to be out on September twentieth. Um, some of those monsters look really cool. Yeah, yeah, design. they had some really good uh and, and in motion it looked really smooth, everything they were showing. Um it, sure. it's kinda hard to tell how that's gonna feel until you kinda yeah, get in there and feel trailer. parry timings and stuff like that. But it looked real nice moving. Um mm. so from there we went to uh the announcement for Rotwood which is the upcoming game from Clay um that is it 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 it's a castle crashers like is what it looks like uh with some really charming hand drawn animations um yeah i really like the artwork style in this a yeah lot. yeah it looks really pretty and we've been talking it, it castle crashers has come up a few times recently, because we've all been kind of in the mood for something along those lines. 
We love uh, crashing casuals. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so that's supposed to be an early access next year, and maybe we can try that out at some point. That seems like something we could. I'm game. Know, yeah. That would that would scratch that itch for us, for sure. Um, Looks great. After, oh yeah. After that, they showed off Tactical Breach Wizards, which is the upcoming Tom Francis game. Um, hmm. Who did Gunpoint and uh, um, Heat Signature? Um, Gunpoint is just an all-time classic stealth uh, game, side-scrolling A stealth certified game. Certified hood classic. It's it's it is excellent, excellent. Uh, and Tactical Breach Wizards, as you may have gleaned from the name, is a tactics game where you are basically playing as like a SWAT team made up of. It's Rainbow Six wizards. Siege, but wizards. Yes, yes. You breach um, wizards' assholes. Yeah, and it's it's got sort of these... You bleach wizards' assholes? Breach, not bleach. Either mm. way, I'm in. Exactly. Um, but it seems like small-scale sort of engagements, <laughs> at least from what they're showing off so far. Um, uh, seems like they've got a lot of influence from uh, Into the Breach, as far as just yes. kind of the, the, the overall mission scale. Into the um, bleach, and they showed off like a rewind feature for you know playing out a turn and then going back. Um, as we predicted, would be the standard going forward. Mm-hmm. It looks really good, and the writing on all his games is just top tier. He's he really has a good. They sense got of humor. there eventually. Um, Doesn't he still write for like PC Gamer? Uh, I don't know if he does or not. I think I, I think he quit as a full time. Yeah, I think he's still journalist some time ago. But he he may still do. He may contribute every now. And yeah, then. yeah. I've I've not kept up on that. But anyway, um, looks good. Uh, I, yeah. That like all those all those words are the sort of game I'm into. So I'm that is that is what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, up mm. next is The Invincible, which, from what they show, oh, off, that has Sandra Bullock to... in it, doesn't it? Uh, I think that's the other The Invincible. Um, Wait, is this about the comic book about the son of another superhero? No, that's the other in- other Invincible. Yeah, the other one, exactly, exactly. Um, oh, is this about <laughs> Arthas's horse from World of Warcraft? <laughs> no, that's the other other <laughs> other Invincible. Uh, oh my goodness. Um, this is the airship from the end of the final of Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> There's too many. This is this this joke Wait, is this could, for the, could is this, literally never end. Is this for the state of invulnerability you are if you get a star in Super Mario Brothers? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stretch, and I liked it. Just trying to keep this joke going as long as, long as, as, long as we can. There, and it, we could do it for a while. It's a very it's a. I I wouldn't want to say a bad name, but like in 2022, it is a bad name because just on. for just for searching it, yes, it's gonna yeah, make I'd it hard. Like, yeah. Hey, you know it'd be awesome if nobody could find our game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that said, it looks really promising. It is sort of again, it's it's hard to tell gameplay wise it, it, whether it's gonna have much more. You know how it's hard to tell whether something's a walking sim or, like, an open-world exploration thing if it's in first-person and they're showing off how pretty it looks in an early yeah, trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure exactly where on that scale it is. 
There's a button for a map that I've seen in there, so it might be much more open world than... Navigation! Yeah, than, than like that. But anyway, it is a... Somewhere on that scale, like I was saying. Uh, first person game. Uh, Narrative exploration. Kind of yeah. set in a hard sci-fi world based off of uh, Stanislaw Lem. Uh, okay. Sci-fi stories. Um, that looks like you are crash landed on a planet that we, you know. I'm not familiar with his work personally, so but planet that apparently we were at war with at some point in the past, but we cra- crash landed here or something along those lines, and are trying to survive slash get off the planet. Um, sort I'm of. I'm always trying to get off. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Very pretty looking, and I really like that sort of hard sci-fi, you know, like that, that the old school, very analog looking, mm. you know, that the alien sort of look. And it's, it's, it's somewhere between that alien and like even the earlier type sci-fi. It, it's, it's got a really, really solid look to it. Um, so I'm going to keep watching it, see if I can find out what it actually is. Yeah, I mean, it looks gorgeous. Give us more information about it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Up next is Endless Dungeon, which is a... Sounds long. It does, it does. It, uh, it's, it's a sort of Diablo-like, but you're all playing as different robots. So okay. you can, you know, so just multiplayer like Diablo. Diablo, you know, top-down sort of action game, but you're playing as different robots, so... Yeah, there's that. Not not much more to say about that. Looks nice. Yeah, it Combat does look looked nice. nice and snappy from everything they showed. Yeah, it. Um, F1 Manager. <clears throat> and then the next game is. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What you don't want, you don't, say you don't want to say F1 about... Manager that isn't. Yeah, no, I think from the, t- the title. How, I think how, the title tells you what that how is. How round yes. are the players? Are, are, are the people stuff. in the game so Italian? Round. <laughs> the, the chewing tobacco pouches. Like, mm-hmm. how European is it? So if we wake up, we go to the race, so we have a light lunch, maybe two <laughs> bottles of wine, three cigarettes. Yeah, so like, can we be named like Dieterich or something like that? Yeah, perfect. Will there be a reality show about the game? Probably. Um, Alright, and then they had a bunch of updates about Chivalry 2, which... I've not played, so... I have played Chivalry at a lot of PAX press events. Okay. And it is way too dense for me to want to get into it in my off time, but Chivalry's pretty cool. Yeah. Is it one yeah, of those games where you have to, like... they were showing off that it was going to have, like, a new faction. Is it one of those of... games where you have to, like, marry off your kids to, like... No, uh, no. No, it's much more of a... It is super simulated melee combat. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. And by the way, I... Shay, okay, just started moving again and then froze again. But it's okay because Josh is in charge. Yeah, right I've now. got I've got another eighteen pages of notes. Well, yeah, so he's so gonna have time f- to catch up. Fifty-eight other games minimum. Exactly. Okay, he's either still frozen or he's orgasming really hard. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't see why they're mutually exclusive. Por qué no los dos? <laughs> I, I oops, I, I don't want to screenshot him while he's like this. <laughs> It really, it's. Uh, it's you should see this. You should get to see this. 
get a get I a got it. I'm just going to clip him. No, I, I already okay, clipped yeah. him. I got it. Uh, All right. I use got it. Nailed it. I want to see what I look like. Can you send it to me? I'm going to name the file Shaygasm. Yeah, no. It, 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 just drop it in the we, chat. We, yeah, we can we can barely hear you now. But anyway, yeah, you your really? your face has been stuck in a a very big O for a solid three minutes now. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, I like that. But anyway, it looks like they're adding a new faction, sort of you know, generically Middle Eastern sort of a faction thing <laughs> going on. Anyway, um, so that's there. Uh. Oh, you got the picture. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's um, it looks kind of like that video I just sent you guys on break. That's quality content. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Ray. Yep, yeah, a little bit. So, uh, all right, uh, Deceive Inc. is a multiplayer spy game, sort of a you know '60s new wave style okay. um, spy game. Um, looks like we're kind of doing, you're given one mission and everyone is dropped into the same level, trying to complete the mission themselves, competing okay. against everyone else who's, who's in there in a map. Um, definitely inspired it's, by it's hard to tell exactly what that's going to end up boiling down to, you know, and, until we see a lot more of it, but. Yeah, it like uh you know the style looks nice enough, and uh, I don't know, I kind of nice like that sort of looks like Deathloop, you know, light social deduction slash, you know, that that spy type gameplay. Yeah, well, what I thought Deathloop was going to be, yes, um, yes, true. Um, anyway, that's supposed to be early access next year, so might be one to keep your eyes on if you're. Uh, interested in any of that type stuff all right i have to really skip through some of the stuff and go there's so much all right uh next one looked neat it's uh flintlock the siege of dawn which is an action rpg from the guys who made ashen okay okay um and as you may have sort of Got from the title there, it is set in sort of, you know, the Flintlock era of history. So, you know, but but with magic um, as a setting. So sort of sort of like Dishonored, but you know, a hundred years earlier, seventeen hundreds okay. or so. Um, anyway. Technology has progressed to the point where we now have flintlocks, and we've we decided that it's it's time to kill God, because uh, that's that's the world that's in. Looks it's uh, in it looks fun. It looks fun. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ashen was solid enough, and they're kind of taking a lot of that base and uh, expanding on that, expanding yeah. on it from there. So yeah, looks neat. Cool. Uh, the altars. Uh, with an E in the altars. Uh, so like the looks, alternates? So so spelt wrong. So spelt wrong, exactly. Um, is from 11-Bit Studios, the guys who made uh, um, This War of Mine. Okay. Uh, and it looks an awful lot like Moon, 
the video game. Um, I like Moon. Yes. Um, we talked much about Moon. Uh, you just sounded like yeah, Brick it, from Anchorman saying, I like Moon. They did not show any of moon. the gameplay in this. Just more of a sort of explanation of what the world's going to be. Sort of a trailer. Okay. Um, but it looks like you're on some sort of, you know, mobile base set on an alien planet with different alters of you. Different. Not quite clones of yourself. I don't, I don't know if they're supposed to be like pulled from multiverses or what exactly the story is going to be. Um, are they alternates of you? Yeah, alternates. All these different alternate versions of you uh, as the character. Um, and, you know, you've got a job to do or whatever, trying to get off the planet, a la Moon, the video game. Uh, so that, that might be a fun one to watch. I, as much as I love this war of mine, I'm curious to see this next thing and it's very different very high concept uh and then the next thing they showed off was trying to keep making outriders a thing Um, oh right that exists so i've got that written down that they're they're Mm. still trying that um potion craft which has been in early access for a while sort of a potion making sim Alchemy Simulator. Al- Alchemy I've heard good Sim things game. about that, yeah. Yeah, that, that is... I mean, they didn't really show much new other than that it is leaving early access this fall. So, Excellent. So hitting, hitting 1.0, if you've been holding off on, uh, on trying that out until they were out of early access, that's, it, that's coming is up Is it just me, shortly. or is that like a really growing genre? Like potion-making, alchemy sort of simulator? Yeah, there were there, a bunch of games announced those. in that sort of genre. Strange horticulture. A couple years ago. Stuff like that. Yeah, straight hort- yeah that one came out this spring. Yeah, I feel like there's some there's, new there's, stuff. I feel like it's pretty popular now. It, I, I really like uh, Potion Craft, though, because like, the aesthetic of it is... It's like, very much like, very, uh, like an old... Like, uh, like an old alchemy textbook. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's, it, the style really matches what they're going for. Um I've, I haven't played that yet, but it does look really nice. And so I, I may but check that out once it is. It's pretty cheap. It's like 15 bucks. It's something yeah. I want to check out at some point. Yeah, I'll, pr- I'll probably wait for 1.0 now that we have. I know. might pick it up before then because I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things where it's cheaper while it's in early access. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you, you know, I'll, I'll check the prices, but that's probably when I'll play it. Yes, yes. Nitro Kid. Um. Sort of, this looked like a little, a little bit like everything, but again, not, not throwing everything at it. Like some of those other ones that were in that future games thing or whatever, but, um, it is a like really bright neon eighties pixelated sort of isometric, uh, tactics game. That looks an awful lot like Metal Gear Acid, but cool. from everything they showed off, minus any stealth mechanics, um, at least from All what right. they were showing. Um, Could still be cool regardless. Yeah, sort of, again, that sort of small scale um, space that these fights are happening in as far as a tactics game goes. Pretty, pretty small grid size. Um, it looked ridiculously over the top from the, you know, the animations they had showing off the game and whatnot. Um, 
it it looks like some it's funny because it's a tactics game you're probably gonna have to think about it but everything else about that over-the-top 80s aesthetic looks like just dumb fun so I'm, I'm curious to see exactly how it's gonna land on that you know what they expect out of you but looks neat looks very yeah, neat it does um yeah it does they had an update on killing floor 2 tidal terror which had ocean zombies looks like that's the new thing coming out of that not a, not a killing floor guy but i know there are a lot of fans of that and it looked it looked neat it looked you know sort of all uh um uh bioshock sort of uh vibes sure. to it um okay. yeah and then they had an extended section talking about arma reforger which is kind of their update on the arma arma en- engine a game thing. that people mod exactly exactly that it, it the game exists for other people to mod it and make other stuff with it basically like, ever, there, there are still people who apparent ostensibly who play this game but i don't think that's true you ever see those people who like one of the coolest mods i've watched people play for is where they've like fully star wars modded it to where you're like running tactical operations as clone troopers in coruscant and it looks fucking sick as hell oh yeah 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 but anyway the 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 um reforger version is kind of like their new thing and it's it's supposed to be much more uh accessible to mod at this like they're they they try to open up the tools a lot more um again seems like the point being here we're we're still supporting this thing so it continues to work and you can make whatever you want with it sort of a thing so so that still exists uh All right, uh, Shiro Games still making sort of RTSs. They showed off a few of them there. That again, uh, they're the ones who are making uh, that that new Doom R- or Dune RTS. Yeah, Spice um, Wars. Yeah, Spice Wars. That, that RTS is that is it, it's really a four X game. Yeah, yeah. It's again, it's 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 really kind of su- right in between on that spectrum, which I, is not my. To thing, be clear, that's not me saying it's bad. It's just no, 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 it's, no, it's that. no they, yeah. Exactly, it's it's not what I'm looking for in an RTS, but it looks really solid. Yeah. Um, By the way, Rich but, just yeah. saying Dune Spice Wars. I heard it wrong at first, and now I kind of want Dune Spice World. <laughs> yes. Right. I tell you what I want, what I really, really want, and it's for the spice to flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn, that was pretty good right off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm impressed. Uh anyway, they basically showed off that they're still making the RTSs like like they do. Uh but also their their other big thing is that they are branching out into publishing for like some smaller indie games, which is neat. I kind of like that some of the kind of B-tier-ish developers who used to be indie themselves but have, you know, started making larger games have kind of taken that upon themselves with stuff like Double Fine publishing some games and now Shiro Games going on to do the same thing. They're spreading the wealth. It's nice to see. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like that. Um, They're setting themselves up to be absorbed one day by a larger entity. Yeah, That's the dream. Exactly. One they showed off that looked neat was uh, Decarnation, which is a sort of pixel art horror game that looked like it was somewhere in that sort of lineage of like Yume Nikki or 
the the Lisa games. Okay. Um. So yeah, if if you kind of like that, um, pixelated, probably much more psychological horror because of you know the limitations they're placing on it. Looked neat. Uh, they had some really cool, um, designs from what they were what they were showing off there. Um, they showed off a little more of that System Shock remake that is right, still that in the I works. Keep forgetting is a thing because it feels like it's been in development forever. Yeah, it really does. They still didn't have a date on that, but everything they showed off still looks great. It looks like they're still. I like one of the things I really like about this remake from everything they were showing off so far is that it still looks really chunky and and nineties aesthetically. Yeah. It looks like it's just a playable version of that old game. Just oh, with System Shock, yeah. Yeah, uh, but with, obviously, you know... Uh, modern trappings. Yeah, modern trappings. Like, instead of... No one knew how to control a first-person game when that came out, and they've kind of... No, no, we've yeah. We've since figured that out, and so that, you know, it plays like you'd expect it to at this point. It's um, all so you that, can really ask for. Exactly. So that's a thing. Um, ba 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 I'm skipping over a few. Immortality, we already talked about, but that was in there, and they were showing off, again, so, sort of that, more of the gameplay with that sort of match shot type, or match cut type thing, switching from one scene to the next. Uh, she looks neat. Oh, Nivalis. Nivalis. I, mm. I know how they pronounce it because it's spoken over and over in Cloudpunk. It's the city Nivalis, in Cloudpunk. I think. Nivalis. Um, I don't know why I'm having a hard time. Wallace goes west. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they are doing basically a slice of life sim set in Nivalis, the the city from Cloudpunk. Oh, that's cool. Um, Which is, yeah, I love that world. I absolutely love the city. They're still doing that really, really beautiful voxel style city. Um, The story was great. The setting was great and all of that. I'm I'm really looking forward to just kind of being able to explore the city more mm. instead of having a story to to get through. Yeah, um, yeah. Expanding on that world is a cool idea because yeah. there's a lot to explore there. Yeah. Th- that said, because you're right down in there at, at like a human scale instead of flying through on your, you know, your taxi, your flying taxi, um like before uh, it looks like they are having much higher res characters in this than the very low voxel count characters that were in uh, Cloudpunk. It uh, makes sense. Cloudpunk only did what it needed, but if you're trying to tell exactly. more personal stories, you want to get a little more expressive. It, exactly. Like it, it kind of needed to be done in order for you to be able to tell any of the characters apart if you're going to be right next to them. Um. Yeah. That said, it looks a little strange going from this really, really cool-looking, chunky voxel style of a city to, oh, these are, like, Sims characters that happen to be living in there now, whereas before it was, it had, it had that sort of uh, um, sword and sorcery, like, really low pixel count, but stretched to make them look big sort of a yeah, yeah. sort of a look to the the voxel characters that were in there before yeah um which i i really liked i think they the character designs 
even as they were before looked really cool and they don't feel like they're quite there yet they, if I, I don't know but this seems this seems out of necessity and i'm sure yeah, exactly yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious to see if it'll, it'll bet grow it'll, on me as i kind of get used to the idea that's exactly what i was gonna say i bet it'll grow on you yeah but and regardless i'm still looking forward <laughs> to getting back to that world because i absolutely love that game it's such a cool world mm. All right, this next one, I think you... Actually, probably everyone will be interested in this one, but especially Rich here. Uh, Demon School. Yeah, is I had a sort of about this. Persona-like, low-poly, plus pixel art. Like, your characters are pixel art, but you're in these, like, sort of low-poly, really distorted, grungy-looking, like, PS1 pixel art. Or not pixel art, but, like, polygon art type worlds that you're in um hmm. with, with gameplay it looks like you're gonna have to do some sort of time management stuff being in and, school as well v- very very persona but with the combat being a tactics based combat and it's based on again ta- sort of small it's a battleground size it's italian horror yes that is one of the things they they space is like a italian that italian Italian horror cinema and stuff. No, like it, yeah. it is one of the no, big influences. Rich showed me this game, and yeah, this this game looks like it's it may be something special. Yeah, yeah, it like I'm I'm absolutely loving everything they've they've showed so far. Like even um even the menus, like that's something that a lot of times just kind of gets whiffed. Like oh, we've got all this great art and all this, and that's something cool that Persona in particular does really well. So it's cool to see it carried over. Yeah, exactly, here. exactly. Um, seeing someone take that and i'm i'm really looking forward to this um it looks yeah. it looks really great i think that's going to be a good one all right uh next was scorn which is that first person hr giger uh survival horror first person they said they said they're shooting but almost none of it sort of a sort of a game yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, this game was previewed, I think, last year it, or two years ago. It looks fucking awesome. I've been really excited for this. Uh, something game. like that, yeah. It looks yeah. really good. I just I love the entire yeah, vibe the, of it. It really does. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how it'll actually play because I love the look of it. I, I love that. Again, I've talked about how much I really like the aliens aesthetic. That's this. Uh, I'm kind of curious how it'll end up playing out in practice, whether or not it'll be because the worlds are so alien, whether or not mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to navigate like a survival horror style world without, you know, something a little bit more grounded to be able to, uh, to have it framed on mentally. Um, it, yeah. It, it might be one of those things where it's just very dense because of the art style going with it, but I, it looks so gorgeous and it does. It's like perfect for the game they're making with it that I'm, I'm really excited um, to finally get a hold of that. Um, but, but they are making a Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2, which. I've heard nothing but good things about the first 
that Space first Marine. Great. Did they they announced this one a while ago? I think right? they did. They 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 showed off more gameplay, kind of what what you're you know going to be doing. So yeah, like if you probably know if this is going to be something you're interested in or not already is my guess. Warhammer games run the gambit of like the worst garbage to some of the best stuff ever. Yeah, and Space Marine is one of the great ones. Exactly, exactly, and so so. So they're making more of it. Now I just need to ask, um, can you explain Warhammer 40k to me in exhausting detail? I know nothing about it. Please right, don't. So uh, there are these plastic figurines. Okay. And you can paint these plastic figurines. Okay, I like paint. I, I like to huff it, at least. So what you basically what you want to do is you want to paint these figurines, and every time you see your friends, you want to be like, we should play Warhammer, but then you never do it. Exactly. So no one actually knows how I to mean, play I mean, I actually have a lot of tape measures sitting around. From what I understand, they figure in prominently. Yeah, they're a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys ever see those? I, I It makes me laugh every time. There's this meme from uh, whatever that, the Bond film where Mads Mikkelsen was the villain is. I guess there's Casino a Royale, talking. you fucking rube. I don't fucking remember. Uh, it's who could remember the, those four hours? Yeah, it's from so it's from Casino Royale, and there's a scene in that movie where they're talking at like this huge table. So people edit in like Warhammer setups. Yes, and it's like <laughs> it's like Mads Mads Mikkelsen being like, "Boah, Mister Bond, my orc boys are overtaking your barrier." Wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Just as so a anyway. side note, that movie had one of those brutal torture scenes ever where Mad yes, Nicholson had the knot of rope and just swinging it into Bond's balls. Yep. Yeah, Mads, Mads Mickelson is a monster. Yeah, no, and mm. I think that scene really cemented, I was like, okay, goddamn. Yeah, that, that movie <laughs> single-handedly killed wicker chair sales. Yeah, Mads Mickelson <laughs> ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> I've gotta I've gotta find this image so I can share it with you guys so you can laugh about it. Oh, is the oh, the, the meme you're just all right. Yeah, yeah, but you can keep going. Alright, yeah. Um after that they showed off Agent 64, Spies Never Never Die, which is This game a, I am very interested in. Exactly yeah, what it sounds here. like. It is it is a you know, first person shooter that is one hundred percent based off of Goldeneye. Um I just want to know, will they have a short character that is essentially cheating in odd job analog? My guess is yes, because the big thing they were showing off today was that they are going to have a campaign creator where you can make levels and string them together with, you know, story stuff or whatever you want. Create your own campaigns that you can then share with with friends and whatnot. Oh, this is gonna make dreams look fucking stupid. Cause like yeah, this is gonna be like fourteen times more popular. <laughs> exactly, right? Making all yeah. your your I've gold. I've dropped likes. that image in the chat for you guys so you can see the beautiful picture it paints mm-hmm. of <laughs> Matt Nicholson playing. And Warhammer. the sad thing is for what I say about Warhammer, this is a simple game that we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Um Next is Deliver Us Mars, which, as you may have gleaned from the name, is the next game from the guys who made Deliver Us, Deliver the, Us moon. the Moon. Um, which is a game that looked great. I wanted to which play it. Which is a it. game about holding planetary bodies hostage. It, exactly. Um, if I you ever it, want I still to see your family again. Moon, so I have no idea what this is other than it looked good the first time. Deliver Us Mars still looks great. So I'm going to... At some point, I'm going to have both of these in my Steam library, having not played both of them. Is I, I see this in my future. Speculating um, that they are good. But, uh, oh, but uh, Deliver Us Mars, it looked like they were kind of leaning into that 
you know, third person over the shoulder action e type stuff. Okay. Sort of sort of platforming. It's hard to say. You know, it, it, they were showing off more set pieces that kind of looked like they were kind of in that um like uncharted like crap going down and we got to climb through stuff or whatever. Interesting set pieces from what they were showing us in this. That I love climbing stuff. Yes, yes. climbing stuff is my favorite. Exactly. So if if you have played Deliver Us the Moon, you you may know whether or not that is something that we should be looking forward to, or something that I, I should have attempted to play at some point from my Steam library and then uh, glossed over here. But Steam says it's very positive. Okay. Okay. Good. Good to that know. That just means one of their developers hasn't said something racist yet. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yep. that that checks out. That checks out. All right. Uh, next was Stormgate, yeah. which was the uh, the another the, game with the, a bad the Frost name. Gi- well, no, that was the the Frost Giant, um, RTS that we talked about. Right. Yes, a while ago. We already so covered that. Not, I was going to get back into that. It's the same bad name from earlier. Exactly. Same bad game. The same bad name from earlier. Don't pass judgment, Josh. Yeah. I mean, judging it, is for God and his angels, so it's bad. In what a good 90% of other games it seems like a, yeah i don't know it sounds like a mobile game but that doesn't mean the game itself yes, is bad correct. yeah no no, right. no i'm not saying the name is bad it doesn't mean it's not a oh no i'm, I'm the oh no the, looks the, great. the seo is horrible i'm sure there's like 96 chinese mobile games that have stormgate somewhere in the title exactly yes um all right next was uh lesara Summit Kingdom, which looks like a city builder on mountaintops. It is, is like a mountaintop city builder looking thing. It, so it looks not just a clever name. Yeah, it it uh it looked more the shitty beetles. At least at least from what they showed off, it looked a little more relaxed of a city builder. Um than you know, Expand like a, a really, really simmy type um thing. But again, it's it's hard to tell from the limited amount they showed there but it looks really pretty you're building in a much more interesting space than all the other city builders that i've glossed over and will continue to gloss over from here but that one looked neat so there it be there it be uh frozen flame is an open world survival rpg that looks very much in the sort of valheim aesthetic type of a thing um i've got too many survival games in my life currently so i'm not looking for more but it looked pretty if you if you are a survival game fiend that one might be one to look into um okay uh gloomwood is one I'm actually really looking forward to. This is from uh, New Blood, the New Blood I love guys. Gloom. Um, Gloomwood is a sort of survival horror slash thief kind of mashup, okay. at least from everything I've seen. Uh, prob- probably leaning more into that sort of RE4 like sort of a feel. I'm ob- not obviously not the stop I'm and into that. pop type shooting yes, like no, that but I, much much more probably frantic given everything else they make um but looks gorgeous looks it's got a really cool aesthetic to it um again 
very much of that what you think PS1 games looked like sort of aesthetic, like basically all their other games um, currently. Um, looks promising. So, Hell yeah. All right, well, let's see. We got Backfire Wall, which looked like it was some sort of first-person puzzle game that they were really trying to lean in to the, hey, look, we've got an antagonist computer who's going to be really snarky at you. Uh, Never seen that before. Uh, like, please love us, sort of a vibe to the, the trailer they were showing off there. Which, He's so lovable. Yeah, which kind of, I, I don't know, kind of was rubbing me the wrong way. It kind of felt like, like eh, just show the game for what it is. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Shay's moving again. It's pretty exciting. Oh, yes. There's there's movement. There's movement from Japan. Um, but anyway. Um, Someone rises from the east. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, looked neat. The puzzle stuff they were showing off kind of looked fun. But, yeah, I I felt like that it might, it might work out fine. Like, it's hard to tell how that sort of comedy is going to land. Um, until you see a lot more of it, but anyway, wasn't doing much for me on the comedy front, but I always like first-person puzzle games, so. Hell yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm loving it. Alright, uh, one Push more of like the sort of 4X games that look good. Synergy was a very sort of Nausicaa universe with like a Mobius art style type looking 4x game oh the mobius thing so you're telling me it's sable again sort of like sable sort of like nausicaa it looked like very much the world's been taken back over by plants that want us dead sort of a sort of a vibe oh so the happening oh yeah mark Wahlberg. yeah exactly thank you grand night Shyamalan. i love it yeah anyway it, it looked neat again 4x thing is not my deal but yeah, look, it it stood out from the pack. Is kind of what I was. It's, yeah, no. Sometimes that. all you need to uh, yeah in a genre that is like relatively cluttered at this point, um, <laughs> it is awesome that like you can have a an art style like that to set you apart enough. Because yeah, it's, if I'm it's waiting for a sea of four X games, I'm yeah. going to be drawn to the one that has like a really pretty look. Yeah, it, well, it's explore, not even just that it's pretty. Exploit, it's, it's more that X Wahlberg like. Nausicaa is such a cool universe to have that sort of a game set in, and it, it's obviously it's not that universe exactly, but anyway. And then they showed off a uh, last one here, I think, unless I'm missing a page. God, there have been so many games. Uh, Half-Life Alex is getting a mod called Levitation, which is supposed to be a new like campaign Okay, shown from there. Is this Half-Life um, 3? No. I don't know. It was weird that they were showing off a Half-Life Alex like VR mod for this, but what they were showing off looked neat enough. Well, let me tell you this much. Half-Life Alex being the coolest VR thing I've ever done, um, I have explored that modding scene pretty yeah. extensively, and people do... One of my favorite ones is uh, there is a mod for Half-Life Alex that lets you explore the environments of Bioshock in VR. That's cool. Uh, and it's pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. But anyway, they're kind of showing off Frankly, they showed off an extended gameplay sequence of that, which I felt was a bit much, but it all looked good. So I have no doubt. Yeah, 
anyway, if the game's if, so if impressive you need that in your life, that that that, that is there, which is kind of again, the game's so impressive that when I found markers in it in the first twenty minutes, I spent forty five minutes drawing on windows with the markers because I'm like they work exactly, exactly. So yeah, kind of all over the place there as far as what we were looking at from the PC game show. But a Shay, few we can real tell you're not frozen. You're just so. holding your mouth open. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Ruin so. the fun, Rich. Yeah. So is that is that the PC game show? That's, that is the <laughs> PC game show. That is the PC game show. This is a long episode. Tis. Tis. And that was cutting, I don't know, like a good 30% of those games, I think. Shape. Okay, Before then, we, we... Josh, explain the rest of those games in excruciating detail, then. Okay. I'll, I'll go to the bathroom while you do that. Yeah. Um, you could die in the bathroom. <laughs> Shay, I'm going to throw this out in the middle here before we move on to the next conference. Actually, <laughs> not. I'm going to throw something out before you start. Oh. Okay. I forgot to do some polls. Uh huh. That's actually what I was going to bring up. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> actually, this poll was supposed to coincide with Rich when he did his. Um, I asked the fans what they thought about the Capcom showcase, and uh, 55% of people were pretty pleased with it, and uh, 45% of people were not. Huh. Pretty simple I there. Thought, I thought that'd be a bigger ratio of pleased. I thought so, too. I yeah, thought so too. part of me wonders if that's actually the percentage who watched the show. Because that sounds closer. I bet you it wasn't. Hmm. Um, I asked the same question about the PC gaming showcase, and a whopping 28% of people were pleased with it. That's <laughs> the case every time. people were not. Because <coughs> it's way too fucking long every year because they throw everything into it. I, I do miss the years when we stream it, Josh, and yeah. we're sitting there going, how is this still going? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it uh... They always have great stuff in it, but it is such. There's so much to wade through in the PC yeah. game show, and it's that way every year. That I I completely understand that, and it is into, much more digestible as a top ten list. After and they the fact. go into some really long on-screen demos of games that are not fun to watch other people play. Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay. All right, well, now let's go on our second and final break, and then we have two more showcases to do. Ah, the summer breeze. The sun is beaming. The waves are crashing. Life is good. Mister! Mister! Uh, What? What in the blazes is going on? X-Tree! X-Tree! Read all about it! Read what, lad? Spit it out! How did you find me on vacation? Swordjump has tank tops, beach towels, and much more over at store.swordjump.com! Store.swordjump.com? Store.swordjump.com! Store.swordjump.com Com. Yes! Store.swordchomp.com Store.swordchomp.com Yes, damn it! <sighs> it worked. I can enjoy my afternoon nap in peace. 
Hey, mister. Did you hear about store.shut Three, two, one. What's up, pussies? We're back. What up, motherfuckers? It's the Chompcast. That's right, motherfucker. We're gonna fist your asshole as we talk about games. Chompcast fisting in the morning. Fisting at night. You can't escape the fisting. fisting in the morning, fisting in the evening, fisting at supper time. When fisting's on a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> you can get fisted anytime. I don't now know. If it's fisting through a bagel, it's barely fisting. There's not much. You can well, fist you just through the hole. Yeah, through right the, through the yeah, hole. You just stick your arm through right the bagel I mean, without ripping the bagel. But no. Okay, okay so she's a baby's the, arm. No, no, mm. it's a common misconception. You go in like this, and then you make the fist. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta. Yes, but still, gotta the hole in a bagel hand. is is not exactly robust. Use a baby's arm. All right, next caller. Yeah, no. (laughs) All right, next conference. Let's talk about the Nintendo Direct that didn't happen, just so we can get as far away from this as possible. Let's make up a Nintendo Direct. (laughs) Waluigi's getting his own talk show. I meant the baby fisting the bagel, you pervs. I don't think babies should fist anything. Yeah, it's not better. Yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) the stance we have. Fair point. The anti-baby fisting stance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, Redfall. We got some official gameplay finally. Um, oh yeah, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. It does. It does. We, that that looked good from just the like I don't I don't know what to call it, tone trailer or whatever the they cinematic us trailer. It looks great. Yeah, if you're a thing. fan of characters saying "Oh shit," I am. It that that was kind of a lot. But, eh. mm. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Um, yep. I should preface this actually this this specific showcase actually I forgot to do this that each one of the games that are going to be mentioned are all going to be out on Game Pass day 1. It seems like such a huge push for um Microsoft at this point and it was something that they wanted to stress, you know, the imprint of Game Pass was just littered across this showcase. So Anything we're mentioning is going to be on Game Pass. Also, all these games are supposed to be out in the next 12 months, as they claimed, until they're delayed. Yeah. Until exactly. they're not, yeah. Yes. Um, speaking of that, Hollow Knight Silk Song, we got some more official gameplay. It's supposed to be dropping this year. I don't believe it, but we'll see. That game isn't real. I want it to be. Yes, exactly. But, I mean, it's more Hollow Knight. It looks fucking wonderful. When it finally drops, I can't wait to play it. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't drop this year. In it's theory, not, it's not the sort of game you're going to want to show a lot of. In theory, that is a game we'll be able to play at some point. Yeah. It is a game that potentially exists. Part of me is wondering if this is one of those some conference near the end of the year thing. Microsoft is also like, and it's out now, sort of a thing. I thought that was going to happen here. Yeah. I, was, I had my fingers crossed. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be out now, but I don't know. I thought we might get the date now, is kind of what ha- I was hoping They haven't for. put a date out yet, which tells me it's not there yet. So. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, next, High on Life is a first-person shooter. It's where the guns talk, and it is from creators of Solar Opposites and Rick and Morty. It is uh, a okay. Justin Roiland ass game. This game yes. l- sounded awful. I, really? 
I like the color palette and the aesthetic of it, but like I think Justin Roiland is just starting to feel more and more one note to me, and I don't want to be down on this. I hope it's good. He's almost feeling like Seth MacFarlane at this point in the era of like when, a different shtick, but well, yeah. When like really Seth MacFarlane announced that show about the town in between the US and Mexico, and you're just like, Oh, oh yeah, my fucking god, really? You're like, don't do that. Yeah, and it's like Squanch Games that's Well that Squanch Games as a brand has been around for no, a while. No, I know, but like point. I just I just hear fucking Morty's voice from the gun yeah. and I'm just like and the thing is, I like Rick and Morty, but I'm just like, I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's just too one note for me. It's like, do something besides the Morty voice. And don't make Morty's voice into no. the new Claptrap. I hear Claptrap, and I just want to carve my ears off. Yes. Yeah, like the, I agree, the, Borderlands the, the whole, does uh, Improvising the line thing that is kind of all over his stuff at this point that sort of feeling is funny as a bit but not really something that has infinite it, legs on it and it, i kind of feel like we're just getting more and more of that it, it's more and more of the same and i then i it makes me start to worry that i'm like oh maybe justin roiland only works when like dan Harmon is there to like rain to him actually in. to write the jokes like he, yeah. he's there to riff it, like i feel like a lot of his stuff is just kind of riffing on yeah, I don't know. And, and a lot of the time it's really good, but like I just worry that he is becoming to one note. And maybe I'll be surprised and this will be awesome because I did actually really like uh Trover Saves the Universe, uh, which was the VR game he had yeah. done. Like that one had some and it it did the main thing that attracted that game for me was it suffered from the Morty voice thing, but like conceptually it was good and it played well. Mm. Okay. This yeah, it's it's kind of hard to escape that when you make a lot of money and you build such a fervent fan base based off of those things. So I feel like it's pretty easy to get kind of trapped in those uh, routine choices. I guess you I mean you can look at Adam Sandler's career or Eddie Murphy in his later years. So what you're saying is Justin Roiland is going to give us his uncut gems in 20 years? Jack and Jill, the shooter. We can only hope. Did you guys see Hustle, by the way? Hustle, fucking great movie. No, not yet. That just, it's nah, just came out, right? It's Yeah, just came out. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. I loved it. First time hearing of it. My issue with yeah. this game also, well, I mean, though... Queen Latifah can save just about anything she's in. So yeah, that, she that can. makes sense. But my issue with this game is it also seems all very much like Outer Wild, uh, Outer Worlds. Yeah, oh. like it's like Ew. okay, it's like, and we already got that. So it's like, do we need that with Morty's it was voice? Reminding, aesthetically, it was reminding me more of uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. Mm. Okay, okay, so that leaves yeah. me with a little more hope. Yeah, I mean, I liked Outer Worlds. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll I see. liked the game that Outer Worlds thought it was going to be. I liked parts of Outer Worlds. But then also yeah. we're criticizing possibilities here, but then also let's not forget Borderlands is insufferable now, but it still clearly sells. Oh yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Somehow, so you, somehow that is not died. Like everyone else seems to be really somehow enjoying it's it still. making it's making enough money to get Will Arnett involved. Exa- no, exactly. And mm-hmm. th- but then also it's going to be the same effect though with people. They're like, oh, it's Morty's voice. I'm going to buy it. So it, it's going to work. 
Yeah. It's good. It's yeah, it's gonna work it, no matter what the, the opposite is. thought on us who are maybe are just overthinking it where we're all like just that again. Like well, mm. because we're assholes that think about video games. Yeah, yeah it's like it, yeah exactly. we but are it's like but i'm just gonna the mass market is not that it's just you know oh i hear morty's voice it's a shooter i like shooters it looks colorful it looks fun it's probably gonna be a fun yeah, no, game the market is assholes who do everything they can to not think about video games it's just insert principal skinner meme here of like am i out of touch <laughs> yeah well, let's move on from this game. We have plenty of other games to talk about in this yeah, I don't know sorry, what you're talking sorry. about. There's no more games. Me neither. Uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, we got a deeper look at that game. Still super hyped for that game. Not much to say other than can't wait. Yes, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Forza Motorsport uh, was announced. It's a new one. I believe it's a... Uh, not a We're remake, back. but it's a... No, it's the next Forza Motorsport. Yes. Yeah, it's the next I, like, Not Horizon. It's the more yeah. realistic one. It's the simmy one. It's the one that's it's... not fun. I gotta say, <laughs> they're going much further with the destruction than ever they were allowed to before. Granted, it's not going to be like yeah. full on. Let's watch this actual car like break apart realistically because car companies will not allow that. No, but mm. it's. I will always just prefer the Forza Horizon approach of, do you want to race a pickup truck through the jungle? Like, that's way more appealing. Oh, no, it's definitely way more appealing. I don't think it would be fun if they actually broke realistically, though, because that would be, like... It'd be horrifying. Nudge a curb and completely throw out a control arm. Like, like, Burnout is what I want. like, Burnout, yeah, but even also, like, they're, like, they're sitting in this weird spot, especially with motorsport. Like, it's not quite the crazy car porn that gran turismo is mm-hmm. but it's not burnout like you just said where it's like yeah. we have to approximate these cars because no car company will give us the license to destroy their car like this yeah i, I mm. there's a huge audience for motorsport like like i said i'm i'm just always going to in the f- world of forza i'm always going to be more drawn to the horizon game because those are the games that open with we're going to drop your car out of a plane while you race down a volcano mm. yeah yeah, I, honestly, as far as the realistic Ray, I think car sims go, I'm still more of a Gran Turismo fan of of the two when they're being you know as serious as they can. But no, but also even even then, Horizon got a lot more popular because motors like they were really on like a staggered thing where it go like Horizon Motorsport, Horizon Motorsport, Motorsport yeah. skipped one, and we got two Horizons in a row. Yeah. So that definitely sort of, I think, leaned the needle more towards that horizon. So it's actually going to be interesting to see what they uh, did, though, horizon. with the time off. Yeah. yeah. Like the longer I'm sure technically time. it'll it'll be impressive. I just know from the gameplay and aesthetic approach, I'm always going to veer more towards the horizon. Oh, camp. for sure. But I mean, also just in general, like the game looked gorgeous because also really for any technology. And let's be honest, we're still trying to find like the upper limits of like ray tracing and sort of new physics and stuff like that. I feel like car games are always like the benchmark of like they're technical show. Yeah, how real can this yeah. look? True, true. That and a lot of the military first person shooters. So, yeah, I mean, the, I'm sure it's exciting for the people who this is uh, geared towards. So cool. Exciting news there. And along that line, kind of uh, it is Microsoft Flight Simulator's 40th anniversary. So there is going to be some. Uh, New content there. They're adding helicopters to the game, I believe. Is they the... added the fucking Pelican. That too. Which is very cool. They yeah, added saw... space. Yeah. You yeah. can fly the Pelican into outer orbit. 
yeah, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff for those who get into that. Um, this is kind of a big announcement. Overwatch 2 is going to be out on October 4th, and it is free to play. Um, it's going to be an early access mode as well. But we're still not getting the single player campaign yet, right? Yeah, they've no, not said I... anything about the single player. Which, well, I mean, something it's not, tells not single me that's player, not but the PvE, be free. the PvE yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. where you have to um, find something tells me that's not going to be free. Well, I imagine eventually that... the PvE is you finding <sighs> documents proving sexual misconduct at Activision Blizzard. Yeah, someone's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna sneak that in there it's like, without without the boss watching. You you mod it. You've acquired yeah. the briefcase. filed against Roadhog. You've acquired yeah. the briefcase of evidence. I don't know if you guys saw the news yesterday, but uh, yeah, I, I got a kick out of this. Blizzard yeah. and Activision investigated themselves and found no wrongdoing. Yeah, yeah. Got, <laughs> we looked into it. It's the the classic Thirty Rock of the roost leaking. It's not. We looked into it and it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's Cooter Burger. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, oh, I, I can't bear to talk about that fucking company anymore, so let's move on for that. Um, Ara History Untold, which I think is going to be specifically geared towards Ray more than anyone else, is a historical grand strategy game. Yeah, this game looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not even a huge um, grand strategy person, but you know what? Yeah. Like, just the idea of being able to go through like and sort of guide civilizations in a way that's sort of well even i'm looking at this pc gamer headline civilization meets crusader kings like i think that's it scratches your god complex yeah and <laughs> and they're promising a lot of things like what was it it's made by people who have made games like this isn't it yeah for yes. and ea veterans so, yep. So you know what? This this is gonna be interesting. And also I like the idea of how this I feel like this genre is exploding and you see it with even with the PC showcase, like Oh yeah. This is like sort of the idea of if 4X is too big for you, this is still something that's like this is something that's digestible, but it has a lot to offer in terms of like I am guiding the game through something. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as I saw that announcement, I was like, "Ray's on board, on board, hundred percent." Oh yeah, no, they so. they got me from moment one with that. Yep. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online's latest expansion, High Isle, drops this month. Uh, for those of you who play that game, looks cool. I think a lot of people uh, follow play this game. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, yeah. it's kind of taken off in the last little bit. Yeah, no, it's a great game. I wasn't like talking shit. No, on no, it. no, no. Saying... I just, I think it's one of those games that quietly makes a lot of money for yeah, at, yeah. Microsoft at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Fallout seventy six's newest expansion, The Pit, is also dropping, which is the same pit from Fallout 3's DLC. That's so. Pittsburgh, fellas. Pittsburgh. That's correct. That is correct. Um, and I've, yeah, I've been to Pittsburgh, and it's as gross as it is. In the post is there like a post-apocalyptic Ben Roethlisberger there? Uh, no, but uh, you, some of you might remember the original Pit DLC as the Fallout expansion that gives you the option to eat a baby. <laughs> well, that's a, that's always what I'm looking <laughs> for. Hopefully, hopefully we can revisit that in this Fallout 76 uh, content. Only if you have the cannibalism perk when you're kidnapping the child, one of your options is to eat it. Do, is there an additional baby fist of bagel? aspect to that no that's just you um, that's just you no you're just you're you're, you're so obsessed with you're that. in a league of your own 
I was trying to bring it back around to the conversation. I would send you to HR, but I think that's you. Oh, yeah, that is me. We did an internal investigation. Found out right Look at us bringing it all back around. Um, Forza Horizon 5's newest expansion, which is adding Hot Wheels uh, to it, has... Which is cool. I hope at scale. It looks like it. I'm not that sure. That DLC like, actually looks like... Like, imagine, like, the commercials from the mid-90s. Like, you have, like, the kid, like, oh, we're in oh, the yeah. Hot Wheels world, and there's, like, giant orange ramps everywhere. Big orange roads. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, oh, it's, yeah. it's cool. They made that into a video game. They put it into an cool. existing game. It looks like a lot of fun. Yep. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Uh, Arc 2? I don't know if this was the Arc initial- Harder. It's about family. Isn't Arc 2 McDonald's? That's <laughs> no, that's, that's not what Russia called it. Um, that, that, no, in Russia it's just called Tasty and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. But no, uh, it's dropping in 2023. Uh, Souls-like melee combat, new third-person perspective. Um, yeah, I, I never got into the arc, the first arc game, so... Uh, I played a bunch of the original arc when it first launched. I'm sure it's unrecognizable from what that was at the time, but it is like Rust or any of those. If you are playing with people, it is fun. Otherwise, not so much. Shay, That's uh, will the Vin Diesel factor make you play this one? Um, no, but if Olive Garden family. was doing a pair factor into that game, because mm. that's where family would it clash is, together. Yeah, it's all about family. I mean, and even on that dinosaur that Vin Diesel was riding, he had what seemed like a daughter-like figure on it with him. And then mm. Vin Diesel looks down at that dinosaur and he goes, Red Raptors? Yes. I've seen that porn. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Sh- not good shame hated his basement. <laughs> um, Scorn, we got another look at it during the Xbox and uh, Bethesda showcase as well. Um, still looks great from the last time Josh mentioned it. Um, <laughs> Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn. Uh, oh, we also a, talked about that in PC. It was also in the PC we game. We did, one. yes. Yep. Yes. So we got another look at that. Uh, this one I thought was pretty cool. Minecraft Legends is a new action strat game that's going to be dropped. Huh. Brutal Legends starring yeah. Steve. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, I'm actually on board with that. That might the, get um, me back into Minecraft. The dungeon, the like the Diablo like they did was pretty good. So, yeah, and it, full full faith. No, in if that. they <laughs> had success copying an immensely popular game, why not copy an immensely not popular game? Yeah, exactly. Perfect. And just take Jack Black mm-hmm. out of it. Well, oh you might, yeah, it, we're fighting. Minecraft. It might not be Brutal Legends. It might be Gauntlet Legends. I don't know. I just I got heavy Brutal Legends vibes from that. That's fair. Yeah, I did too. The good parts of Brutal Legend are the aesthetic. Uh, and uh, and are, you, are you doing a Ben Schwartzman thing right now? Nah, nah. That was a Jack Black thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, the register uh, Light- for Jack Black. Yeah. Lightyear Frontier uh, is a Stardew Valley clone with robots. This game looked awesome. Yeah, the mech farming game I'm into. Yeah, I mean, Rich and I both went hard on Stardew Valley and... Yeah, you just add mechs what if, to that. What if you were a mech? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, what if you had a big fucking honking robot with it? Mm-hmm. Looks cool. Not for me, but it looks cool. Um, Gunfire Reborn, which is a... Uh, Isn't that like a Chinese game with like 84 million players? That has yes. been out for some time in yes. early access. I have played a bunch of it on PC. It is a fun little game. 
Yes, exactly. It is a roguelite action game that is coming to Xbox. So, that's the whole announcement there. The last case of Benedict Fox is a detective adventure game. Um, looks pretty cool. Metroidvania I'm, elements, yeah, it looks pretty cool. That game cool. does look good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not much to talk about there other than it looks cool, and I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. As Dusk Falls... I don't think we mentioned that one yet. Yes, we did. Oh, we, we did. Extensively about how none of us were interested in it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. I already forgot it existed. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Sterling uh, endorsement. That's for, because for, it was almost for example, four hours ago. Just now. Yeah. Yes. Think of one time we forgot about Dutch Pulse. Just now comes to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is a game that was already announced uh naraka blade point it is That's a Sekiro already style, been, been out. Out. yeah that is already out um yes. it is getting some additional content and updates to it but um i believe it is also being brought to xbox at this point so okay yeah uh, it looks good i still haven't played it yet it looks great i haven't played it either i want to well it's coming to game pass play it then mm-hmm. yep exactly a grounded is an action adventure game where people are shrunken. Honey, I shrunk the yep. kids. The video game is that? Yeah, uh, that's, that's been in early access for a couple yeah, of years. It's been yeah, around for a while, but it's going one Are they really announcing it coming out of early access? It's, com- it's coming into one point oh. I think yes. about um, yeah, in September. Yes, sweet. Exactly. Maybe we should finally play they, some of that. Yeah, they, that's, that's another one of those some better with friends sort of uh, sort that of deals. A, a co-op stream thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, like should, we should make time for the that. Story mode is going to be in it, and um. It looked like, I don't know if it's like base building, but just like even when they were like kind of panning around with the camera, like they had like, well, like the human characters is like chilling in what looked like a little shrunken person sort of mm-hmm. house. Yeah, yeah, there's been like a base building aspect to it from from the the few streams I've seen. You know what, though? I got to yeah. say that I'm surprised that that idea of like, honey, I shrunk the kids just turned into a video game wasn't explored sooner. I feel like it's like a... This this is like a ripe idea. Oh yeah, oh, it was yeah, our game absolutely. of the year last year. Ripe We're idea. Close to it. The, I would know. I don't listen to Sword Child. Uh, yeah, I know. Who does? I don't even. I'm on the show and I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about really? the fucking co-op game that you guys played last year. The one with the kiwis. Be... No, no, the other one. I don't know. Oh I don't goodness. watch your streams. The either. marriage story one. Oh, uh, oh, I, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't even want to give it to him here. It was really. It was. Yeah. Mm. We saved yeah. our marriage, Rich. We did. <laughs> I meant something to you. So mad. That's how I never thought it was broken. Um, no, you know what it was. I didn't relate that to a honey. I shrunk the kids thing at all, even though it one hundred percent is. Yeah, honey, I shrunk our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honey, the uh, kid shrunk us. Honey, our <laughs> daughter's a witch. Erebon mm-hmm. <laughs> Shadow Legacy, a world premiere from developer Baby Robot Games and publisher Raw Fury. It is a fast-paced stealth platformer um, where you play as a character who is a descendant of a forgotten race, um, trying to save a dying, morally gray world. That is what the game is. Looks pretty cool. I'm it actually, sounds like that concept was created by a computer, but kind of does, yeah. But it looks cool. I'm I'm excited for it. It has cool art style. Um, 
very, very gritty and grim looking. So, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, uh, uh, unfortunately, we have to talk about this. Uh, Diablo 4 uh, got a new trailer. I wish it looked bad. Yeah, it looks really this, fucking good. I was talking about this with Rich pretty much right afterwards. This game looks really fucking good. And yeah, like Blizzard, Activision, all their problems. Like, it's like, holy shit. It's like, you still have to remember that there are developers who have nothing to do with that. And they're working very hard on the games as their job to work on. And yeah, the people who are working on Diablo seem like they are giving us something with the mechanics, like the polish mechanics of three, but the dark look of two. And it looks really good. Yeah, and then the Necromancer's back, and that is my jam. Well, the Necromancer yeah, man. came back in three in the expansion. Uh, I know, yeah. but like knowing it's in this one too, yeah, is like that it was the last class reveal. Mm. Well, yeah, I have nothing to say about that except negative things, so I'll keep my mouth shut. Anyways, see if these Captain C update is coming, where basically. Uh, you can be a captain now. Huh. I guess. I'm the captain and now. I didn't... I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know how it's different than currently unless they're actually... Happens. I just don't have... Adding something mechanically to enforce... It had a like jaunty or tune. something weird. The, the song was fun. Yeah. Sure. Um, it will allow you to name your ship. Okay. Um, That's fun. It will allow you to emblazon it on the... Crest for all to see. You I can some of those words. customize the ship's interior now. Okay, uh, that's neat. Yeah, I kind of. That's yeah. Yeah, I play as the cabin boy. Yeah, I want to. I want to swab the deck. Rich, you'll always be my cabin boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you talking about the movie Cabin Boy? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, up next is Ravenlock, a charming as fuck action adventure game. Did you guys see that one? That sounds really familiar, but it sounds so also Raven. sounds like it m- could be anything. What is Ravenlock? Sounds generic. It's not. It looks fucking awesome. Oh, I believe you. Um, just, I <laughs> titles are hard. I'm not. Is this one or two words? Because it's one word. Not- Raven, no space, L-O-K. Oh, there we go. No C. That's how, because with, with the C, again, it was not first 30 yeah, no, pages no, of results. It has, a, it has a kind of medieval vibe, the PS1 game medieval. Medieval? Oh, Sir Daniel Fortescue? Yes. Has a little bit of, uh, obviously, Tim Burton influence, which, you know, hence the medieval. So scissor hands. Yeah, it's got it's a very That's weird. It looks like it's Go on. It looks like it's a claymation scale as far as like the way Oh, new clay fighters, dope. Uh but also with like some pixelated stuff in there as well. I don't know if that's supposed to be signaling something like interactable yeah. or what what the deal is with that because most of it doesn't look like that and then all of a sudden oh hey here's a pixelated thing sort of a voxel look yeah there there are some there are some pixelated backgrounds and side characters so I'm I'm curious to see what that all means. Yeah it's it's not strictly voxel art but it's like 
it, yeah, like somewhere between claymation and voxel type aesthetic. So it's hard For to sure. tell exactly what's going on there, but it looks pretty. Yeah, regardless. It, it looks gorgeous. And the the adventure aspect of the game definitely looks fun. So yeah. I want to try that one out for sure. Uh, next is the world premiere of Cocoon, a puzzle adventure game with a flower that looks like a vagina in the trailer. Starring Wilfred Brimley. Sure. Diabetes. Sick Cocoon reference. Got it. Yeah, no, it looks kind of cool, but... Um, didn't like wow me or anything like that so uh i'm probably pronouncing this wrong i apologize in advance uh whoa diabetes whoa long fallen dynasty it is team ninja's newest game did you guys happen to see that one this game looks like if you wanted neo and you're not getting neo in but name? Chinese mythology. Yeah, exactly. It looks like Neo. It looks like Chinese Neo. Yeah, so. But that sounds like it could be good. So, oh, no, I'm not knocking it sure. at all. Like, I feel like this yeah. is just their next step. They just didn't want to make Neo yeah. 3, so, like, let's put it someplace so, like, yeah, else. Sim- similar concept set in a different mythology. I feel like mecha- yes. mechanically it looks similar, but yeah, different aesthetic, and it looks great. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they got the most out of they could that they could out of the whole Neo cinematic realm or not cinematic. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they could get more, but like the idea of, you know, well, we want to do something different. Well, yeah, exactly. What if they decided to hop around? I mean, you look at, say, for instance, from software with souls, it's just like, oh, grimy European, European medieval. What if Team Ninja's mm. like, let's hop around like Assassin's Creed style. Let's get like another culture in here. Yeah, why not? Yeah, you never know. There's plenty of, uh, the world is big. I'd love to see them continue to do that, like branch off and maybe do something with kind of a an Indian aesthetic. And that's a, that's know? a thing. The mechanics, I feel like, can fit whatever... Can translate, exactly. yeah. Exactly. And you can set it in different cultures, different time periods, and different parts of the so world. So maybe for once, Team Ninja is at the cutting edge of something, as opposed to just making boobs go up and down really slowly if you set your age to 99 on the slider. Is that is that why the boobs go up and down? On in the first on the first Dead or Alive game, you were asked to set your age. If you set it to I am ninety nine years old, they went all over the place. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Um to everyone here's the light, Persona three, four, and five are coming to Game Pass. I have to s- and everything else. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and everything. It looks like they're coming to Steam and Yeah. Yeah. I have to say I am currently Currently, as in I, in the last 24 hours, I've been replaying Persona 3 because I never played as the female protagonist. Oh, yeah. Which is great. It's worth doing. It is a different ass game. The game is better. The music is better. Um, Also, just in general, like, I have to say that Persona 3 in general has been very hard to, um, unless you're willing to take some back channels, it's there's no way to play on modern hardware. No way. The closest thing to modern hardware is if you still have a PS Vita. Yes, but that's not modern hardware. Like, Well, yeah, no, I'm saying the closest to the most modern hardware yeah. you yeah. can run it on is a PS Vita. Now, the only thing I have to say, and, and I actually plan on writing about this for Sword Chomp soon, is place, uh, Persona 3, I feel like, is one of the games in gaming right now that is most needed of a full-on remake not even just a re-release 
because I want to point out before people get all excited, like Persona 3 Portal, yay, and it's amazing, it's coming out. And it is the best version. Yes, but we're still missing a key part is, and I've never played this, with FES for the PlayStation 2, where we got the extra scenario called The Answer. And I never played this. Mm. Like, and I feel like yeah. Persona 3, more than any other Persona, needs to have like a remake in like Persona 5 style, like the 3D style that sort of unifies everything. Mm. Male protagonist, Brings female protagonist with the answer. All, all the all in one package, sort of a. Yeah. And yeah. also modernize it because I can tell you right now, in my current replay Persona 3 Portable, the story is probably the best story Persona's ever told, but the it's really good. The gameplay is really chunked off in a way that four and five streamline to interweave more seamlessly. Yeah, especially. Oh, my God, like. The the selecting. A like transmutation and then unselecting it over and over oh, yeah, again yeah, yeah. to get the right to get the right abilities on the shit that that's got to go necessarily intuitive no, no, yeah it's, it's not even not intuitive it's the biggest waste of time because some of them have like one percent chance there's of moving over and then and it's just ridiculous and also persona 3 portable and those of you who play it for the first time when it comes out on modern things will find that you have an option to give direct commands to your party members, which was not available in the original Persona 3 entries on the PS2. You could only control the protagonist. Yeah, yep. but also the game was not retuned for you giving direct commands. So, to have controls, yeah. So once you give so, direct commands, the yeah. game is stupidly easy because it's not accounting for you being able to make the logical smart decision every time. It's accounting for an AI that will sometimes that will do just something break super your, your chain. beneficial. It's coming from Mitsuru yeah. or, going, yeah. Marin Kirin, Marin Kirin, Marin Kirin, over and, and over again. every time. Yeah, and like, no, like, Persona 3 desperately needs a remake because it has to sort of unify everything that went in and got improved. But the fact yeah. that this... That was such a massive step up in usability, and it's such a massive step down from where we are now going back to it because it just it's gonna feel like it, old. it really was kind of they were headed in a direction from three on the Th you know, three on is five. the game that shaped what the series would be yeah but it's yeah. it's gonna feel old even compared to yes. four golden and i can't stress this enough atlas if anyone ever listens to my stupid ass voice please please cheerlead a complete remake of this game because the story is again the best story persona ever told and give us a chance to have that female protagonist with that better music and those better social links in a 3D, not like I'm doing a cursor around a screen story. Oh, and, and kids, maybe don't grind with Shinjiro so much. Yeah, yeah, as my text to you said so many years ago when you got around to playing it. Yes. Okay. Sorry for ranting about well, that. It's just that that's no, you're fine. No, that, man. That, I get it. Persona three is you're fine. Persona three is an important game. Yeah, we've all had our rants here today, so have yours. I love the four hour podcast. <laughs> Part of that's your fault. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> There's no questions here. Uh, the last announcement in this. Uh, excuse me, in this showcase, is that Starfield, we finally got official gameplay 
on it, and it, there was a lot. Skyrim. There's finally in something space. to care about. That's right. Um, space Rim. Looks pretty great. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, Todd Howard came out. Todd Howard, right? That's correct. Yeah, I always mix up his name. Ron Howard. Uh, it's actually Daddy. Ron Howard. <laughs> That's what I was afraid. I said. That's why exactly why I was like. Ron <laughs> Howard came out and he started doing the Arrested Development bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. Uh, Todd Howard came out in typical Todd Howard fashion. Started, you know trying to sell us on the game of um, basically this game, you're going to be able to go to over a thousand planets and they're each going to have uh, so much going on in the planet and blah, 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 blah. Obviously. I bet they'll be mostly barren. Yeah. 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 Um, I've, if I can just say to you guys, I kind of didn't give a shit until they started showing off the ship customization stuff and talk about building your crew and all that. And I'm like, not that I didn't think it would be good. It would all be pretty generic Bethesda game, but it's set in space. But like that ship stuff looks really fun. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my thoughts. My eyes were glazing over with the whole thousand planet stuff. Cause my, my mind immediately goes to how many of these are exactly the same as all the copy pasted caves that were in Skyrim. Uh, actually, no, no, they actually got out with that later. And they said like a lot of these will be, barren and just kind of resource mining but that's what yeah that's what space is yeah that, like that's fine it's just like just be upfront about it, it. yeah if it, yeah, all, yeah if it was all bespoke there's shit everywhere that would actually be like oh wait this isn't actually how space is yeah 100 mm. percent. and the thing when they talked about like you know setting up these bases and hiring npcs to run them and like handpicking your crew I bet you there's going to be a ton of NPCs that are generic. I'm the gunner. I'm the engineer. But yeah. I bet you there's also a decent amount that are like interesting characters with well-written lines. And like you might have to weed out to find those people to join your crew that are like the almost Mass Effect level of characters. But I'm sure they're in there. I'm not going to lie. Like this is what I, at first I was actually kind of high on it. But I actually rewatched the Starfield stuff. Um... And this is super reductive because Starfield looks like a labor of love. It looks like an inc- an incredible amount of work went into it. But from the systems and narrative perspective, how much longer are, gonna, are they going to be able to get away with making the same game over and over again with yep. a different pastiche? Uh-huh. Yep. I like, dude, that's exactly what I felt like when I watched that trailer. I was like, man, this looks awesome. It feels like a game that should have came out 10 years ago at the hype of Bethesda. Yeah, how much longer will they be able to get away with this? And also, how much longer will they really be able to get away with? You know, Todd Howard said, we're making Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls 6. You realize, like, yeah. 30% of the people... You're talking about, like, 2030 at that point. No, you're talking about, like, 2034. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, rate, you're not wrong. Yeah. they don't make they're not a two game studio for some reason. Like, they're not even, like, they, like, really, like, they should be, and they certainly have the means yeah, to be. Yeah, why at aren't this they point. a three game studio? They're owned by fucking Microsoft. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, technically, it, they are in some ways if you look at the fact that they're running ESO and Fallout no, 76. No, Bethesda was never ESO, that was always Zenimax. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. not even Thank Bethesda. Um, can I tell you guys the weirdest, the number one takeaway I had like a few hours after this conference was over was I just kind of sat back and I was like, maybe I should play No Man's Sky. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, because. Right. Yes. 
Now that that game's done, maybe I should play No Man's Sky. Yep. No, and the thing is, Starfield looks like exactly what Bethesda does. And it's pr- yeah. it's going to sell gangbusters, and it's going to do really great. But every time I see another example of that camera panning around when you talk to someone, and I see those dead Bethesda eyes staring at me. <laughs> yes. I go, uh, how much yeah. how, how much longer yeah. can they do this before someone says, enough? But also, here's the funny part. You bring that up, but... Going back to that is a lot of, like, from the negative reaction of the changes they made in Fallout 4, like, where your character was voiced, and, like, they pulled out on the cutscenes to show more, and everyone was like, I hate this, and I don't think it's because that's necessarily a bad idea, I think it's because they did a bad job doing that. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. yeah, because yeah. just trying something new doesn't get you the gold star. It's like when you try something new, it has to be you done You need well. to do the new thing well, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's iteration to be had. They just went down a wrong path. It just, everything well, we saw Well, I think they're taking this. too long to iterate. They're like, they're doing this on the big projects. Frankly, New Vegas, like, hey, we've got an engine. Let's make another thing on it real quick. Really good. Well, from, like they well, tried some new stuff. Some on of it. the best stuff they could turn out is when they give the property over to some and the re, uh, engine over to somebody well, from else. What I understand, yeah, actually, yeah, exactly. Like we've got this thing. Someone else do something different with actually, it. Actually, from what like, I understand, Obsidian again, yeah. a Microsoft subsidiary. Um, yeah. Apparently, Obsidian did. They that might be doing. Better. No, they might be doing New Vegas too. From what I understand, like that's newer Vegas. Exactly. Mm. The newest Vegas, like new New Vegas. Too new, too Vegas. No, like that. That might finally being. That might finally be in the works. <laughs> but Bethesda GameWorks, those Virginia-based people, like mm. they have been making the same type of game for a long time, and I guess, and, and you know what though, it's like. Their games have such high hopes, but then such low standards. It's like, oh, well, we just hope the game doesn't break <laughs> the second it comes out. Yeah. Please don't fill your ship with all the cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, if I don't fall through the planet the second I load in the game, it's a success. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, like, I'm still excited yeah. for the game, but I, I will say that seeing how similar it is to games that I played 10, 15 years ago, didn't yeah. do much for me. No, and actually, oh yeah. And one thing I have to say, like the aesthetic choice, like their space thing, it's realistic space again. It's very as you know, Josh was bringing up before some PC games. It's very Wayland Utani the way I look at it, the way like the ships look. Yeah, yeah. The spacesuits, I almost feel like look almost too realistic in the sense that, like, you know, when you want like cool customization, take, take you back out of it because it's yeah. Like, it's, but like. I, I hope that there's some better aesthetic and more, like, future sci-fi choices as that game goes on. You know what I think about a lot? I didn't like the suit long-term, but in terms of just, like, I saw it and I was like, this is cool sci-fi. Remember the Blood Dragon armor in Mass Effect 2? Yeah, that's real cool. Like, it was cool, but then, like, the second you go into the bar and you're like, wait, he's not taking his helmet off, he's still throwing drinks back? You know what? Credit credit to um, Bioware, I guess, when it comes to, like, coming up with cool suit design in that regard. This is less space and more combining space with the medieval, but I always go back to, I think it was Dragon Age 1. Uh, They had a dead space crossover suit of armor called the Armor of Sir Isaac of Clark. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it looked (laughs) fucking awesome. They put Isaac Clark all over the place. I remember playing as Isaac Clark's armor in a Tiger Woods game. Hell yeah. But, um... Makes sense there. 
Because also, again, Dead Space, that's a good spacesuit aesthetic. Yeah, but you know what? That shows mm-hmm. design choice. And that's the thing with the... Um... Starfield is it the spacesuit almost looks too realistic. It's like, yes, of course, this is what spacesuits will look like because humans need to survive and they need to. But it doesn't look cool. It, it doesn't. Yeah. There's no escapism to the look. Like, honestly, I think Returnal did an excellent job with that. Yes. As far as like these yeah. look like they make sense. That's but a great they are example. Absolutely. Perfect for the rest of the aesthetic choices also, they're going. They definitely with. threaded I that think, needle. You're right. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think there's a good middle ground you could reach of like. Uh, to to bring it around to talk about like No Man's Sky again, I like the spacesuit designs in No Man's Sky because they look realistic, but they're also like these bright pastel colors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just they're really they're just fun. And you know, and yeah. you know what? It's gonna sound weird to the listeners, like, oh, where are we harping so much about like it, like little nitpicky stuff like this? But Starfield has now been teased so much, and we we're given so little that of course that like when a game like this is finally revealed, which shows probably a problem. And how they're like, oh, we're going to tease the fucking logo fucking 18 months before we're going to show anything. <laughs> like, of yeah. course, when they finally show the Five game. Five years before we show anything. Pour over everything it, at this point. Exactly. And that's ridiculous. It's like. Which is funny because they Bethesda has in the past done the exact opposite. Like Fallout 4 was released within like eight months of it being revealed. And it was broken as hell. So maybe they learned some <laughs> wrong lessons from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like I would. That announced to release cycle is better. I agree, but then also look, they said, yeah. oh, Fallout 5 is going to come out after Elder Scrolls 6, so you know what? Okay, so maybe when my non-existent kids are in their teens, they'll get to play Fallout 5, and I and just by time and the way things work, oh. I might be dead. Any of us might be dead by the time. Like, I uh, hope so. Like, it's like, but you know what? We can only hope. Don't do that. Like, that is just not like a... <laughs> You're, that is not a good way to announce games. Like Todd, no, Todd, not Todd Howard, put your brown jacket away. Maybe don't announce the next fifteen years worth of games. Act like act like a professional and let Norman Reedus do it offhandedly in a magazine interview. And then, exactly, well, as it turns out, Norman Reedus probably didn't even know about the game he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well. That's, I mean, that's that for, I mean, yeah. the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. And I, I did two polls in regards to that. The first one was, um, what'd you think about the Xbox and Bethesda showcase? I was really surprised by this. Only 52% of people enjoyed it. Huh. I that, thought it was a fun showcase. Sounds about right. Yeah. That number's more believable, but I, th- I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought it was good too. Um, and then the last poll I did. This week was which game announcement has you more excited, Starfield or Resident Evil 4 Remake? Um, in terms of just everything that they showed, I just the picked two of the one. biggest games that were shown. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake won with 58% of the votes. It's funny that that's the case because, like I, I said earlier, Resident Evil 4 is probably the Resident Evil that needs a remake least, but I just hope they do something interesting with it. But you know what? Mm. They're both known yeah. quantities because Resident Evil 4 is still relatively new and Starfield looks like the same Bethesda game in space. Yeah, no, yeah. It, yes. <laughs> if Resident Evil 4 Remake holds a candle to Resident Evil 2 Remake, then it'll be a game worth talking about. Yes. Exactly. Th- those those are the two games that I don't give a shit about, but feel like I'm required to to care about. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna make you care about Resident Evil. You sack of dog shit. Like, I, it's it's Resident Evil Four. Like you can play that on eight different systems at this point. Yeah, I'm playing it on Oculus Wait, right eight? now. Mm-hmm. I feel like eight is a conservative number. You One, can play two, it on any console three, that's four. still in your house. 
GameCube, PS2, PC, Wii. No, no, it's probably closer Oculus. to like twelve. I wasn't counting. Um, yeah, uh, what's it? No, there's a lot. Um, PS3, some of the other PS4, yeah, PS5. Yeah, the PS2 version you get a Tommy gun. Oculus. Yeah, the 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 PS2 and Xbox versions are not great, um, but yeah, they they exist. PS2 version is fine. That honestly, that Wii version is like the best version. The Wii version is the best version, but like the GameCube was head and shoulders above the other two current gen systems. Whenever they ported, no, it to those. agreed. But if you had, if you had no other way to play it, I don't think those were bad. They, versions. they weren't they were, unplayable, they were not the, but they, they were not the optimal the version. GameCube they they the, definitely pushed the definition of playable. The GameCube was the last time Nintendo was out in front with graphics in terms of horsepower. Yeah. And not by a lot. I think a lot more of that had to do with the speed of their drive, well, because, which caused yeah, they, other issues, yeah. but it, it really allowed them to kind of load in scenes a lot faster, which again was why the N64 kind of had a, an advantage in specific areas with loading You're off a cartridge instead of playing on GameCube with your chainsaw controller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the best version. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I mean, that's it for the Xbox and Bethesda uh, showcase. We have one final showcase, and then we right. can go to... Hell. I'm allowed to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII 20th... Excuse me, 25th anniversary showcase uh, happened. That's the last Why one as so of old? the recording of <laughs> the recording <laughs> of this uh, podcast. I'm sure there will be more on the way. But uh, the first announcement was Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the second of three installments for the remake trilogy. Um, There was a small uh, trailer that showed off um, some things that are, I guess, spoilers, so I won't go into too much details. You can go watch the trailer yourself. Um, That way you're not spoiled on it, but has some cool implications as um, this is a minor spoiler thing, and this is the thing we are going to talk about it, so spoilers. Um, the trailer starts off basically, and I'm very heavily paraphrasing here, that um, the future can be changed. And that it seems like they are leaning very heavy into that with this trilogy. Obviously, it's what we talked about at length in our For, Talking After Darks on the, yeah. the first game. The, there are at least 12 hours of podcasts on this website of people who work for this website talking about Final Fantasy 7 remake. Yes. I have mm-hmm. to say specifically no, about how the future is going to be changed. I have to say so. I actually didn't play through FF7 remake. I tried. I didn't enjoy it first. I did rebuy it once I got a PS5, so I'm going to give it another try this summer. Oh yeah. I absolutely it's a little adore that bit game. Slow at the beginning until you kind of I got up to the but, Hell House and even passed that out. Okay. Like, like, eh. I just love that combat so much. Yeah, I'm surprised. The combat's good, but it doesn't really force you to learn it no, but the weir- until the weird thing quite is, a ways in. I plat- That's true. I platinumed FF15, and yet this couldn't grip me, and I heard... That's like, strange for me, because I feel like this is such a step above the FF15 combat. Same. Like, I just love it so much more. That integrated it version... It gets there, though, because like, you, you have the dash and stuff a lot earlier in 15, and it kind of takes yeah, a while fair. to really get the the tools to be really proactive. You know what I think kind of annoyed me? And I'm, I'm a very traditionalist in this. I'm one of those weirdos who likes random encounters. And I feel like Mm -hmm. the game didn't really offer the chance. Like if I want to sit there and grind and like get into 
power fantasying it. Like, I feel like I didn't get mm. that opportunity, so maybe that there are, would turn me off. There are areas where, there that, eventually, oh, where okay. that pops up, where that option is there, and it's only necessary if you're doing all the AR challenges, like beating yes. Bahamut, which I eventually did. Like, you have to grind if you're going to do that. Okay, yes. and, you know, you know what? I'm perfectly willing to do a Ray Was Wrong podcast when I finally do replay it, but let's, uh, let's get into FF7 Afterbirth. So we can talk about the <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, so that was kind of the joke behind the scenes is that the third installment is gonna be called via Rich Final Fantasy VII Afterbirth. And mm-hmm. then um Can't wait. nobody appreciated my joke of Final Fantasy Seven two point five stillbirth. See, nobody I, I oh, see, like that. It was a little bit sadder than mine. See, see my joke was FF7 3.0, you cannot advance. For sale, Final Fantasy 7, never use. FF7, see, Dirge of Cerberus, remake, yeah, I, just want, I went Evangelion joke because, well, yeah. those are fantastic. And by the mm. way... And also because they're trying to Evangelion Final Fantasy well, 7. Also, side note, by the way, in pure, pure, pure side note, there's a new Trigun series coming out, so 90s anime yes, is coming, out, coming back Trigun in a big Trigun Stampede. Yeah. Hunter Hunter's back. Uh, One Piece is on hiatus. We live in an anime bizarro world. No, I'm saying, yeah, 90s anime coming back in a big way. Yeah. I, from what I was seeing, it looks like it's a it's a 3D studio 3D, doing yeah, doing the the Trigun. So that should be interesting. There's been a lot of really good 3D I anime hate it. recently. I, I hate looking at it, I despise well, you know, it. most of it's garbage because okay, a lot of it was focused on let's cheaply make crowd scenes. No, you know what I want. This is my dream because also it's kind of the same aesthetic. Imagine a 3D Trigun in the same aesthetic as current Guilty Gear games, where like things can like turn. Oh, yeah, yeah the, exactly. Sure. Like, because I feel like Guilty Gear has a very similar aesthetic of just like a fucking ruined world. Jesus Christ! How do we get here? This podcast that, is four well, hours. That's all I was gonna say. Like, Ray, it's so crazy. Like, yep. my, I just had this vision. I was just dreaming about finishing this fucking podcast. Too bad. We're never going oh, to okay. bed. <laughs> you got I don't care. This is my daytime. Yeah, no, you guys are fucking yourself. No, I, I slept in today. I took off at work. I did not. I was up at five thirty in the fucking That's morning. Your fault. Fucking yeah, bitch. Slave. Yeah. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> you go work for your oligarchs. Uh. Uh. Anyways. Um. Next announcement. Uh. Crisis Core Remake, which okay, is one is... that a lot of people have been yes! hoping for. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that, about how that needed a remake since... For about 15 years now. Exactly. Since, since well, yeah, since then, but especially since this is something... the Final Fantasy VII Remake came out, and no, it became like... pretty obvious that they were going to want Take you some, to have all that knowledge. Can I, I can tell you right now. Can I put that into perspective for you guys? Yeah, that yeah. was, like, within the first year of Obama being in office. That was... Right after George Bush being in oh office. Let That's t- how long let you me tell you right now. This put more perspective. This is something that Rich and I have been talking about long before he ever joined Sword Chomp. Like yep. we are both appre- we both appreciate that game. Like I have replayed it recently. As have I. Yeah. Not not a couple couple years ago. I'm I've played it within like the last eighteen months and it holds the fuck up. And it's one of the better materia systems. Yeah, the yeah. whole slot system, it works. And I can tell you right now, like, looking at those side but it's what they, they did like a weird Mandela effect thing on me. Like, when I saw the side by sides, 
I saw like the new graphics. I was like, oh yeah, that's how I remember the game. And then they show side by side. I was like, oh shit, I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I th- you know, the game still looks good when I see the PSP graphics, but like but apparently they're not actually remaking anything. Like the skeletal architecture is literally the same. It's like the arm and stuff is all still yeah. angles, like but it looks real fucking good. Yeah. And they're putting in yeah, it's some exciting. modern aesthetics for like Aerith. I stuff. honestly, I, I thought the best case scenario was that that would eventually get added as a classic to the like new version port. of PS Plus that has PSP games oh, on it. Yeah. Um, but this is better. <laughs> I'll take. But this. also, one thing I want to point out that's probably the most glaring problem with this game. It was a game you could not buy digitally. No. Even if you owned a Vita, like I you could not like get. I it. do, and Rich does. Mm-hmm. You could not play it on that Vita. You had to get a physical UMD and put it in a PSP, or you had to emulate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like, if you were playing it legitimately, you were fucking stranded for so long for what was one of the frankly best. And when I say modern Final Fantasies, I put Final Fantasy in two different eras: FF6 back, FF7 on. Yeah, yeah, it, mm-hmm. that's the dividing line for yeah, sure. Yeah, the modern era, it's one of the best ones. Like, they did such a yeah. great job introducing new characters, integrating... Escape, both narratively lore. and gameplay-wise. Yeah, and it was stranded. So the fact that this is I, coming out for after so long is really important to me. I, yeah, that's, And that's awesome, and I think just in general, it's really good, too, because like you're saying, a lot of people didn't really have access to this game. Even so though many I had a PSP back it. in the day... I didn't. Mm-hmm. I never played this game. It's just one that like um, kind of yeah. slipped through the cracks for me, and then I never got an opportunity to play it now unless I go out and buy a PSP or, like you guys it said, was... emulating it. And no, it's so ex- it's uh it's like it's a really yeah. big thing to be able to actually have access to this game now. I'm but excited I for I you to be able also... to play it. Thank you. Like very excited <laughs> for that. <laughs> I, I I think that it's also really important too because obviously they are building up on the hype that. Final Fantasy VII Remake has, you know, had, and the fact that, you know, this is a game that people, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, have wanted for such a long time. It's been rumored since the fucking PS3 era, and um, Crisis Core was alongside that as people wanting a um, remake or at least a port of that game to make it more accessible. And one of the things I wanted to kind of pay credit to, um, granted, I mean... To some degree, it is about money. I mean, I, I get that. But looking aside from that, I understand it's a company and they want our money. The fact that, you know, when the remake initially dropped, Final Fantasy VII Remake, they kind of dangled it around for a little bit, saying, like, you know, we will take as long as it needs to build this this franchise out and fully flesh it out or this this series of games. And the fact that they're like, this is a quick return rate. Like, we're going to be getting the second of three installments this quickly not only that we're getting crisis core which is going to tie so well into what they're doing doing differently with this trilogy all within the span of a few years and um just it, it they Quicker probably were intentionally looking to like shut down people who were talking shit on the final fantasy 7 remake like oh it's not a full game you know blah 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 blah, blah. but i think that it's really cool that they're like you know, we we heard the criticism. We're not going to make you wait for another thirty years. You know what? Though? To hear news about this game, and I have to it's say, still, that... it's still like over a year out, though. No, the well, Crisis it... Crisis Core is this winter. Not, not the... 
and yeah. then part two rebirth is the winter after yeah yeah that's what i was saying but i have to say though this is still already a resounding success over fabula nova chrysalis like the 13 yeah. project like this is yeah. already like it's already paid don't talk dividends. to me like that it's already paid i dividends. think the issue with that was that they were trying to do too much at the same time they're like, this is going to be eight games and well, all this crap. Like, we're, like, we're building a whole universe and, like, just build a, a game well, is, is well, what they... And then if people like it, build off that. Yeah. Well, because also they only, they only realize they can jerk off Nomura so much. Yeah. Mm. Like, he's already doing Kingdom Hearts. He's already, like, and this is the thing. Like, Nomura, whatever his contribution is in the future in terms of, like, how history looks back at him, he cares about everything he does. Oh, yeah. But he just clearly wants to do so much, and Square Enix is willing to let him do all of it. He yeah. bites off more than he can chew quite a bit. I think so. And more than a human can do. It's like Tetsuya... He straps on more belts than a human man yeah, can. Yeah, Tets <laughs> Tetsuya, calm down. Like, it's yeah. it's fine. You can make four games at once. You don't need to make nine. I'm just... <laughs> I'm really happy that, like, as a fan that we're seeing a lot of news this quickly and you know granted it's not like in-depth news but we are seeing news as compared to you know back in 2016 when the the remake was first quote-unquote technically announced and news was sparse for four years i think square enix has really gotten their bearings in terms of modern game development in the japanese division because I feel like this is part of their now shucking off the Western developers, like getting rid of Crystal Dynamics, like, you know, how Crystal Dynamics is going, how they let IO go. I feel like now they're confident. They've now given up on NFTs as quickly as they latched onto them. So, yes. you know, quick, yeah. quick misstep, but they no, but figured I feel it like out. They're confident now in their Japanese development again to where yes. they can be like, this is Square Enix. Shay, I also think part of uh, the like delay after Final Fantasy VII Remake was first talked about that you are speaking of is there was a clear shift in development on that game. I think it was something very different for a while, and they basically started from scratch at a it point. It was a third-party game at first. It got brought in-house yeah. like 65% of the way through. Yeah. yeah, I think whatever was happening prior to that was going to be a very different thing. That game was probably not going to be good. Yeah, no. probably not. And this is even coming. Like, I remember that first that E3 reveal that year when the music sting kicked in and you saw a cloud walking through Midgar. And I was like, holy fuck, they're doing it. Yeah, I just I wanted to, you know, give praise to that because I think it's cool that, you know, there's a much quicker return on news on the news cycle. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just in general, as a fan, I'm happy, you know, same. Yeah. same. No, and I um, hate to speed this along. I just want to bring up one more thing from this from the FF7 25th anniversary because this podcast is forever long. Well, we have, we, I have more announcements to go. Well, just with the FF 25th anniversary. That's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 all, well, that's all we're on. That's the last yeah. thing. He has more. <laughs> so let's just get off FF7 so we can, the remake rather. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I was going to say that like the Final Fantasy 7 remake integrade which is the base game and y- Yuffie's or Yuffie, however you want to pronounce her names. Uh, episode intermission is, Yuffie. um, it's, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I snorted. You did listen to listen you. Listen to Good me. Job. Go. <laughs> there, oh, what did I forgot? I wrote that down at some point and I don't remember why I wrote it down. There's something important with that. I think it's being 
brought to it. It's, it's on, on Steam, Steam it's, now. Thank you. That's it's what Steam it is. Deck yeah, verified. That's... I assume that's what we were we were heading towards. It's so. Steam. Yes. It's yeah. Steam Deck verified. That's the most important part. And it's on sale on Steam now. I don't know if it still will be when this comes out, but it's like ten dollars. Yeah. Off. Right yeah. now, I was actually looking at it. It's like twenty nine percent off, actually. In America, apparently, yeah. uh, or in the U.S., I should say, in in uh, the U, not the U.K. I'm sorry, in yeah. Europe and Australia, it is apparently astronomically expensive right now. Oh, so that's like a full twenty dollar discount so in the states. I that's can tell you right good. now, in the United States, Final Fantasy Remake Integrade is seventy dollars, but is currently on sale for forty nine sixty nine while we're recording. Mm. And is it again yeah. Steam Deck verified? So if you're one of the people, offer ends June twenty third. So that's so that's you. You, that's, you should still be there. Yeah. After we're, mm. after this so comes fi- out for five days of a recording. So you know what it it seems like a game that's worth if you want to play it portably. And if it's Steam Deck verified, every game I've played on my Steam Deck that's verified runs very well. So that's awesome. Yo, go for it. Yeah, go for yours. Um, Final Fantasy VII First Soldier uh, Season Three has dropped. Um, it for those of you out again, there, again seems like a really good battle royale game. People like yeah. that. None of us have played it. So I, I haven't really downloaded my phone. It. I have never touched it. I want to. Yeah. Same. Yep. And then uh, there are two more smaller announcements. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, the mobile game. That is supposed to kind of like go into detail of the original Final Fantasy VII. There's a closed beta um, being opened this year. This is actually what I so. want to go into. Ever Crisis actually I think is a little more important because I feel like to truly appreciate the remake for people who are not as old as us, mm. Ever Crisis might actually be pretty important. Might bridge the gap very well. Yeah, yeah because ever you know the remake is really about how it is the same but different from 1997's Final Fantasy VII. Mm. And I really, actually really like the graphics in this, in Ever Crisis. It's yeah. got a nice look. It's a really nice look. It is reminiscent. It reminds me of that uh, the phone and Switch version of Final actually, Fantasy Actually, it's even better to character. me. Like, I feel like it's like very like faithful, but like modernized. So you know what? Yes. If you did not experience that FF7 original story, like if you're too young, like I'm almost 40. Like when and don't own a single system because it's on all of them. It's on all, of them, but, <laughs> but you know what? It feels like an old. It's also probably not the most ideal. But it way also to feels like an old it. game, no matter yeah. what. So you know, if you just want the story, like this might be the best way. To yeah. Do it. Yeah. You know, and That's it fair. looks cool. It the, the graphics are great, and it they're saying they're adding stuff from other games that look like you know from the like Crisis exactly, Core, so and all the supplementary mm-hmm. games. If you need that actual story just going into the remake and rebirth stuff, this might be the best way to do it if you just don't even want to bother with the fact that I'm like a hundred hour JRPG. Right. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited for this. Um I actually kinda wanna try and get into the closed beta, if possible. So Yeah, yeah I'm gonna try no, the graphics as well. look great. Like if like put it this way, if they actually remade FF seven in the Ever Crisis graphics. I would be very, or if like someone modded it to look like that, I'd probably replay it looking like that. Looks real good. Yeah, I yeah I would agree with that. Yeah, 
If they could speed up a little bit of the grinding too, yeah, definitely on board with that. No, it looks great. Like I like those graphics. Like it's good chibi graphics, whereas Rebirth and Remake looks like hyper realistic. Yeah, exactly. The yep. last very very small minor announcement uh, from this uh, showcase is that there's a bunch of new merch up there. So there are some cool statues and other various things up there. So, it's a lot of stuff um, that's already announced. Can... Frankly, like the that's Buster true. Sword clock looks cool. It does, but that was around for like three months already. That's true. That's true. Uh, just stuff to you know purchase and get you into the uh, Square Enix culture, so to speak. They want your but, data. Uh, Hey, the I, data, your money. I don't know if they showed any prices on there, but my assumption is none of this is to get you into anything, because generally they are high, high dollar items on their store. I think they alarm. Sorry, I should have like, said get you further into the culture. Further in, because like if if you've got a spare six hundred dollars to spare, maybe you could look at an item or two no, here. I think the alarm clock is like eighty bucks around. or something. Okay, so maybe one of their cheaper offerings then. It's, it's a good collector's item if you're a streamer or oh, I gotta some tell kind you guys, of content creator. I did buy a dumb item from the Square Enix store the other day, which mm, was vinyl. Um, they have those. No, well, no, I, I, I'm, that's not stupid. Um, <laughs> everything uh, is stupid. They have, you know, the spherical, like, you know, whiskey ice cube you yeah. get. They have uh, an ice cube tray of those that is shaped like Emil's head from, uh, from near. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, that. Actually, one thing I do want to say is one thing they're offering on the store, I don't know if it's up yet, is they are actually doing a vinyl for FF7 25th anniversary. Hmm. Uh, I, they did one a while ago. They, they, they did an anniversary vinyl a couple years back. But no, I but have. they're doing a 25th um, anniversary one. Yeah, no, I, I might be this grabbing that the number one. 25 on it, Rich. Well, okay, it probably actually has, like, remake <laughs> music on it, too, so it's really Well, no, no, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. The one I have is, uh, it is the vinyl, sa- it is two vinyls. One side is the soundtrack for Remake Part 1, mm. and then the other side are, is the original tracks from Remake Part 1, from, from the original Final Fantasy Yeah, I mean, VII. one thing's that's worth cool. noting, whenever I see anything vinyl video game related, I just send the link to Rich, because I'm like, And smart. I buy it yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah. hey, Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter is doing vinyl. Which is like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> yep, pretty much. I'm but, eagerly awaiting the arrival of my Final Fantasy IX vinyl. That was good music. Ooh, I, as much as I didn't actually like that game, really good music. I love that game, but yeah, I don't think anyone can deny that the soundtrack is absolutely amazing. Soundtrack is, is fire. So, so good. Yeah. But that's it for the announcements, guys. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty short show. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a quick, a quickie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably our quickest one yet. Go for we, like I said hours. at the beginning of the show, we were originally gonna detail kind of uh, what Rich had played during the PS Plus uh, PS One offerings, but we're going to shelve we'll, that. We'll do it next week. Next, <laughs> we're gonna shelve it for next week. Uh, no, fuck that. You know what? No, to... fuck that. Rich, describe them in excruciating detail. Go. <laughs> Let me tell you about the trophy list in Wild Arms. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to shelve that for next week. Um, we need to cut this fucking turd off. No, nah, it's just kidding. That's, it's been a good show. I've actually really enjoyed this show. Um, it's been very long, but it is has been a very fun show, yeah. so I will not complain mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, first and foremost, I want to say, uh, Ray, thanks for coming in uh, on short notice and joining us. Appreciate it, man. It was a real pleasure. It, You know... I watch these shows more as like a fan. Like I don't take notes like you guys, but it was great to talk about it. Still all the same. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, I want to say really quickly that if you want more content from us, head over to swordchomp.com where we have three other podcasts that you can check out. Um, we have an article section where Rich and Ray uh, write a lot of articles, uh, some think pieces, some reviews, and Josh and I, when we feel ever so motivated, we also get some content up there as well. Um, Josh exclusively deciphers languages and posts them on the website. That's the mm-hmm. only thing he does. Uh, Don't discount that. Like I still am in awe of what he like. No, I it's am. Yeah. It's the, I think it's the most impressive no, like, piece of written the, content we've ever had on the you website. Understand, like the, the website needs to be rewritten. Where that is eternally like just something that could be clicked. Like what he did was it should always be cycling on the no, front not even page. Cycling. No, yeah. it should be a button. Just for that. Josh is insane. See how. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, just click on a link bait. and it, it's, uh, it translates like the entire page. You, you, can, he, you can view it in the tunic language or in English. I, I then, like then you have a second article that's just entitled, I translated Albed without picking up any of the primers. No, dude, <laughs> dude, seriously, what, what you did you know was those crazy people you, who translated Hamlet into Klingon. Like, what you yeah. did is right up there. It's so impressive. Yeah, I love how you made a joke about Albed. <laughs> I fucking did that, Rich. <laughs> you said, <laughs> why? Because <laughs> he has a pension for it. Was, it was a joke. No, like, the, he clearly has a pension. No, language is a skill. And the fact is that he did with the tunic language and how skillfully he did it suggests it was not his first time. Yeah, it's true. It, it it's was not, point. no. <laughs> but if, if you want to check that out, head over to the site. Um, we have a merch store at store.swordchomp.com where you can check out uh, some cool merch that you can rep from us and uh, let us know when you do. We'll post it we on the We have a cool Final media. Fantasy VII inspired design. Hey, that's mm-hmm. true. By our own patron and good friend Bernadette. That is, that is less than seven, several, bleh, several hundred dollars. Like That is probably my favorite shirt we have, honestly. It's I love Inspired that by, it's but legally though. distinct from... Correct, mm-hmm. correct. Yes. Oh no, it's Godzilla with one L for trademark purposes. Yes. <laughs> Godzilla. Um but uh last thing uh you it's can the Puster to, Sword. The Puster <laughs> uh, you can head over to <laughs> patreon.com slash swordchomp where uh you can figure out ways and tiers of supporting us and you will be rewarded in the process. Uh helps us make content like this. Um but that's going to do it for the show. Uh, Rich, thanks for being here from New York. Josh, thank, thank you. you for being here from North Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. Again, got to get that announcer one more time. I was your host, Shay, calling in from Japan. Thank you so much for checking out the show. We will be back next week with another episode of The Chompcast. Please, thank you please all. Please let my family go. And take care. Shut the fuck up. Let's get out of here. Why is that baby fist in a bagel? <laughs> <laughs>